Hello, everybody. And if you can hear me and if you can see me, this is Stone Top with Happy Jacks. If you can't hear me and you can't see me, I don't know how you'll convey that information to me. But I'm just going to keep talking as though that's what's happening. I'm Emily Vanderwerf. I am your GM for tonight. I will be playing everybody who's not one of these four people here, as well as um, introducing fun challenges and tasks. Stone Top is a Dungeon World Hack by Jeremy Strandberg. It is currently in playtesting. The idea of the game is that we have a town named Stone Top that is central to our story, and we spend sort of every adventure... Um, <clears throat> We spend every adventure sort of starting out in that town and then going out into the wilds and doing all manner of things. So tonight we will be starting our game. This is session one. If you haven't seen session zero, you can check it out on happyjacksrpg.com.org. Uh, .org. I should have sent you that document. Org. I totally forgot. You know what? I'm just making it up. I'm just making it up as I go. Um, anyway, uh, why don't we introduce our players? Uh, I would love to start with you, Mo. Is it me? Oh, yes. Hey. Yes. Everybody, I'm Mo. Um, playing Carlo, the Marshal. Awesome. And Mac? Hey, guys. I'm Mac, and I'm going to be playing Ilsa, the would-be hero. Perfect. Blythe? Hello, I am Blythe, and I'm going to be playing Tiern the Seeker. Love it. Uh, and Nick? Hey, everyone. I'm Nick. I'm playing Bron Gobetween, who is using the Fox playbook. Uh, he's something of a traitor and a bit of a rogue. Wonderful. Um, yeah, so we will just dive right in. I always feel like there should be, like, introductory text, but... Um, yeah. So it's some um, early, 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 early spring in Stone Top. Um, Stone Top is, if you don't know, to describe for our, our viewers, y'all have seen the map, but it is kind of a, it's built around these sort of stone, think about Stonehenge, kind of that sort of that sort of idea. It's built around these stone ruins and stone uh, structures, and the people live in little houses. It's, it's a farming town way out on the edge of civilization. It's kind of the last stop before you get to the places people don't go. Or if they do, like they're so far off the map that you aren't really in contact with them. Um, so it's, you know, it's, it's early spring. There's still some frost. There's still some snow drifts here and there. Um, but things are starting to melt off. Uh, people are starting to uh, get ready to go out into the fields because this is a farming town and everybody does some of the harvest activities. Um, but as the, as the sun is rising, tell me who gets up super early for the, um, uh, for who gets up super early for their day here in Stone Top, and who sleeps in a little bit? Yes. Well, oh, go ahead. Uh, Carlo gets up early and heads back to town. Okay, where was he? He was out at uh, the widow's house. Ah, uh, yes, Bethan. Uh, tell tell me a little bit about what your what uh, what you two talked about last night. Um. If anything, uh, maybe there was no talking. I'm not. A, I'm not judging. She is uh, not happy right now because it's time to put the crops out, and um, I'm too busy to help. Excellent, uh, Mac. You sounded like you had something to say as well. 
Oh, I was going to say I don't wake up terribly early because I'm up terribly late serving drinks to the patrons in the tavern. I don't know if time functions the same way it does here in Stonetop, but when's the, when's the, the gone, the bar that you work at, when does that close? Oh, the gone, it really is a flexible schedule. It depends on how early I can actually get the people to leave, especially when you get the new adventurers because they're less keen to, to go on their adventure. Mm. Do you ever just leave anybody like sleeping at the tables? Hmm. Not really. That's, that's not really my my jam. Okay. Um, so I think it's safe to say that you are you are uh, sleeping in while um, Carlo is wandering back into town. Um, uh, Tiern, how about you? Tiern gets up pretty early because um, for the kids who can't work yet, they have to go to school. They have to be somewhere. So she has to get up and prepare kind of the school for the day and... She likes to get, you know, she does her lesson plans the night before as much as possible, but every now and then she wakes up in the morning and she's like, no, that's not how I should teach the alphabet. I'm going to do it differently. (laughs) So she has to, she gets up pretty early and starts just getting the school ready for the kids to arrive. Um, Do you live, do you live at the school? Do you live near the school? Um, She lives like on top. Like I picture it kind of, and this is pretty typical of older schoolhouses where it was like, uh, sc- school and classroom downstairs and upstairs would be like where uh, living quarters would be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and do you have like more students in winter when there are crops in, in the fields? Um, give me a sense of your numbers as the year sort of goes on. Yeah, during winter, I think a lot of the older kids, if they want to do more schooling, get to come back. Uh, but during the spring, it's primarily just all, it's any kid that's like probably like five to like seven or eight like maybe a little younger a little older give or take any kid who's not physically able to work yeah yeah and braun um braun or bran braun 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 uh what's uh what's your morning routine like uh i would say that on um on the days where it is a uh, like starting in starting in spring, I start to wake early uh, earlier. Uh, partly because since I'm going to be helping out in the fields, I want to make sure that I can find myself a good uh, a good job that isn't going to be too onerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also because starting in spring, that's when we start getting uh, traders, and I need to be available at my uh, shop in order to be able to facilitate trade with the town. Uh, and do that as well, and you're never sure exactly when people are going to show up. So it doesn't make a good impression if you're in bed when someone shows up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you live with your dad, right? Uh, actually, no. I, I live oh. uh, uh, similar to how Tiern is. I have a uh, little apartment over my shop. Okay, cool. Uh, right. And, right. and if it's okay, I know you asked us to sort of identify where we were on the map. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of have my eye on there's like a little hut that's in between uh, F and G, I think. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um, sort of like right on the entrance way in, because I want to make sure that uh, when visitors arrive that my my shop is one of the first places that they're going to see. What do you... Um like, what do you have up to, like, attract visitors who are coming to town to be like, hey, come and buy some cool stone top merch? <laughs> um, I'm not sure what 
we haven't really talked about historically what Stone Top would be known for, what what we have that other people don't, and why they mm-hmm. would want to get something here. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what that is, and I don't know how much of this is a just a primarily a farming community, or if this is a mining community. Based on what the world looks like, it could be that uh, we have a large resource of unused and uh, older timber. Um, it could be that there's a mining, uh, that there's some mining, and so there might be a mineral or uh, a gem or something of that nature that is not found anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a, a blue stone of some sort. Um, so just throwing ideas out there for everybody to kind of spitball off of. But I think s- something like that, I think that there is uh, a display of that that is uh, right in front of my, my shop. And then also. Mm-hmm. There is a painted sign that uh, indicates that I am a, an importer-exporter and that I have various other sundries and wares available and contacts across the continent. Okay, cool. The Pier 1 imports of stuff. Yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I just as sort of a reminder to everyone, on the um, map sheet that I shared you on, um, you, can, there, you can scroll down and there's like ways to improve the town. We're not going to talk about that right now, but that may give you sort of a hint about where you want to go with um, the town. Um, yeah, so I think as Carlo, as you're sort of walking back into town, um, you hear someone like shouting from afar being like, uh, Mr. Mr. Marshall, Carlo, Mr. Marshall, uh, kid, kid, come, come here, and you recognize immediately um, uh, Heron, who is the mayor. Um, she uh, was the wife of the former mayor, who uh, uh, has recently died. She has now taken over. Um, and it is sort of uh, in charge here, um, which is is um, unusual because she's a younger woman. She's 26, 27. Um, and there are sort of, I would say you know this because you are with the widow. There are whispers about why her husband died. But I think Heron, I, as the GM, think Heron is nice and good and wonderful. She's the mayor. Um, and she's running up to you and being like, Mr. Marshall, please come quick. Oh, Mo, you're muted. What's going on? Um, I whistle, and um, Durr bounds up to my side. Remind everyone who, of who Durr is. Uh, I have a uh, half a dozen followers, and Durr is my um, non-human follower. Um, mm. Stats like a, a man... Uh, and, but he's a dog. Okay. Cool. Uh, and uh, the mayor says it's it's uh, it's it's fireball. Fireball is gone. Is that your horse? It's our horse. Um, now you would you would know this. Stone Top has a, a collection of horses that are used to help pull the plows. Um, and uh, fireball uh, was the newest one was just purchased and um carlo you know one thing to be true about fireball tell me what that is uh fireball is stunning 
Okay. Stunningly gorgeous horse. The most beautiful horse anybody's seen. Um, probably, you know, just pretty young. Like, this is a horse that the town is going to have for decades that's going to pull the plows. Um, and uh, it's gone. So Heron says, yeah, the, the door to the stable's open. And, and I don't know where it went. I don't think it, I think someone must have taken it, but I can't really tell. Um, let's go. And uh, I pick up the pace. Um, and uh, fortunately the widow makes me clean up before I leave (laughs) (laughs) Um, we head on over to the stables cool Um, I'm going to cut over to Tiern Um, Tiern tell me a little bit about like when do students start showing up Uh, I mean Harvest starts early. Like, I imagine it's a crack of dawn type deal. Mm-hmm. So, students start arriving as soon as their parents go to work, pretty much. Yeah. So, Tiran stands at the door and, you know, rings her bell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, go, uh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, she, she stands by the door and waits as the students arrive and kind of shuffles them in one by one into their seats and gets them ready for the day. Uh, yeah. Tell me about um, Anouk, your student, your student who is kind of your prized favorite pupil. Tell me about if you uh, would expect her to be here today, or if she's like eleven, twelve. We said so she might be out in the fields. Uh, Tiern is hoping she's going to be there today. Mm-hmm. Okay, but it's very. She's never quite certain if her parents will let her. Okay, um, she's not there. She's not there today. Um, and uh, maybe she's out in the fields. Maybe not. Um, I don't know why I said it that way. Ilsa. <laughs> Ilsa, <laughs> um, uh, um, how early does the bar open? Um, on days where they're doing the harvesting, I do open a little bit earlier because people get awful thirsty for... Uh, during all of the work. So, nine? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. early for for her anyway. Yeah, okay. Um, and uh, as you're as you're sort of doing that, um, you know, the first few people stumble in and I think, I think they're sort of gossiping about this, um, this missing horse. Um, everybody's heard about Fireball, the beautiful horse from far off to the Southlands that the mayor purchased for so much money. And she was a fool to do so, but now it's gone. And sort of the gossip is filtering among this, this crowd of, of farmers in, um, do you serve food besides alcohol? Um, yeah, just Mm -hmm. pretty basic fare, fish and chips and steaks and lots of, lots of heavy meat foods with gravy. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I believe we, we sort of said that there are a lot of rabbits around there. So I'm just going to say that that rabbit is your specialty. Uh, That's fair. (laughs) But yeah, like I I love that you have a lot of like meat type foods. Um, I, uh, I think I'm going to go back to you, Carlo. Um, and, uh, I'll just sort of describe the scene to you at the stable. Um, so it's it's a pretty large stable. It holds seven, eight horses, uh, and uh, you know there's there's only right now there's six 
six stalls occupied. Um, the faithful old plow horse um, uh, is is off in the fields. Um, the one that everybody knows, um, I, who I don't have a name for at the moment, but we'll come up with in, in a second. And then some Buttercup. of the other ones are in Buttercup. Okay, <laughs> Buttercup. Um, there's a there, one of the fun things about this game is that they have like specific themes of things you're supposed to name. And already I'm breaking it by naming these horses very pretty horse names. But I don't care. I like a good pretty horse. Um, yeah, Buttercup is the you know the the, the prize uh, horse that is out. So he's he's like getting yoked up on the plow, and um, some of the other uh, horses are are perhaps going to go out as well. But there is a uh, stall down at the end that's just sitting wide open, and then the back door of the stable, which is almost never open, is open as well. Um, so you see this this stable sitting there in um not quite disarray like whoever whoever came through here didn't like break in um it doesn't i wouldn't say it seems that way but it doesn't seem to be in i would say it doesn't seem to be an obvious disarray that's what i will tell you so um well i'm looking for obvious um signs of somebody in a hurry cut um stirrups uh, I'm looking for somebody who might have uh, forced the door open mm-hmm okay am I am I making some kind of roll yeah I think I'm going to have you roll gosh this isn't quite um, this isn't quite spout lore which is you know what actually it is you're consulting your accumulated knowledge about something so roll plus intelligence nine nine okay um yeah so on a nine just to just to tell everybody out there i tell you uh something interesting it's up to you to figure out how it's useful um so even though it doesn't seem like the the back door was forced open there's only one key to this place and it was hanging right where it should have been and somebody sort of, um, uh, because someone came in this morning and like opened it up and got the horses out and then saw one was not there. So, um, whoever got in here, got in here without the key. Did they step in the poop? Um, somebody stepped in the poop. Uh, uh, obviously I'll say that somebody stepped in the poop. That's obvious. And is there a saddle missing? There's a saddle missing. Yeah, uh, the ho- the horse master tells you. Yeah, there's a saddle missing. Did you start uh, studying fireball yet, Aaron? <laughs> no, no. Um, uh, we we were uh, hoping to get a good year out of him uh, at the uh, in the fields before we we you know had him had him breed with some of the mares. Um, so that was our that was our hope. We weren't, uh, but I suppose if. If he was in love, perhaps um, he may have run off. Uh, yeah, he ran um, off with a with a saddle. Oh, uh, oh! You think? Um, Heron is from uh, Heron is from far off south. She's from like the city, so she she has always fit in a little strangely here. But she's like, well, horses horses don't do that, right? They don't put on their own saddles. No. 
Okay, so good. I, All right, that's what I thought. <laughs> I go out the back door and I look around and uh, I'm looking for a trail of horse poop. I assume I'll find them because otherwise I'd have got that for my role. I don't. I yeah. I don't think a horse just poops constantly. <laughs> At least I. I hope this horse they bought is not just. Like, you you said you said there was a footprint in horse poop, so I'm looking for footprints. Yep. 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 Gotcha. All right. Um, Until they get on the horse. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That makes more sense than a than a constantly pooping horse. But <laughs> what's what's uh, the what's the size of the footprint? Well, you're not there. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, it's metagaming. I, I, I already have all those relevant details. Nudging. All right. Uh, Brian, um, tell me a little bit about if you see anybody coming into town today as you open up your shop. I think that uh, it's so early in the season that I don't see uh, any, I don't really expect any traders. There's still snow in some places, so it would be fairly hard going. Mm-hmm. Um this this is sort of more i i think i i've scheduled this time more to be uh to assist with the town and getting ready for uh the rest of the year now that we're coming out of the winter finally and i don't really expect anybody um mm-hmm. i keep an eye on the horizon periodically or down down at the base to see if there's anyone who's coming up the twisting path to stone top but uh i don't expect to see anyone and i haven't so far um, since you are expecting to go out and work in the fields, um, tell me tell me what people are saying about this missing horse. Um, I'm hearing a lot of whispers uh, about the mayor's folly, uh, mm-hmm. and that and that if uh, so much so much of the town resources are going to be spent on such a fancy horse, that uh, it seems silly not to have had some sort of a guard or better protection uh, for it. Uh, there are some people who are just. Uh, figures, of course, it must have run away and gone back down south. They have like that homing instinct, you know, mm-hmm. uh, is mm-hmm. one of the, the rumors about horses is that they always know where they came from. Uh, <laughs> and so that that's running around and people are complaining about that. Uh, and then I think that there is also... Um, some whispers and some looking around, uh, maybe some side-eye at some of the people who are not... Um, uh, like we all belong here, we all live here, but there are some people who belong here more, I would say, and so those of us who are a little on the outside might be getting a little bit of side eye, but not a, uh, you know, not 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 a huge deal yet. There's nothing to support that, and there aren't any rumors flying, but there's a little bit of, uh, I think, suspicion cast my way and maybe cast uh, Carlo's way if you're okay with that, um, since we're a little bit more from you know a little, little bit more outsider. Right. Um, uh, Carlo, let me ask you just sort of outside the, the events that they're having right now. Um, the mayor implicitly trusts you. Why is that? Because a lot of people don't. Um, she has seen me. Uh, she has seen me do right by the town. Mm-hmm. And I haven't taken advantage of her situation as a widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I do want to hear, um, Ilsa, uh, what sort of rumors have you heard about the mayor like before today? Like, because she's, you know, been around. So like, what, what are the, what are some of the rumors people have about her? Oh, definitely that she, you know, off her husband. Okay. Perfect. That's, that's the main one. And some that, uh, she did so because she wanted to be with Carlo. Wow. 
Wow. Interesting. Okay. Um, Tiern, you're at the school, um, and I, I figure you're just setting up for the day. I assume it's a one, it's a one room schoolhouse situation we've established. Um, tell me a little bit about how you, you like teach to the different groups without, you know, um, to make sure everybody gets educated. Is that to me? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait. I have That's a moment in my brain. Thing. Um, I'm just, I, just, yeah, just take me through how you start your day, how you get, like, the students sort of rolling into whatever. Uh, um, yeah, so she, she gets them all inside. They settle in, you know. She gives them a minute to kind of chat and get their energy out because they're children. Uh, and then inevitably she's like, no, stop hitting Jimmy. No, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, like, gets them all settled. She gets her chalkboard out. I don't actually know what a, like era this is. I'm just picturing this as, like, a little thing you could write on. Like, yeah. the 18th century in my head. <laughs> I think a thing I you could write on. Centuries. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like we had chalk technology pretty early in, in human development, but you know, who knows? Know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fantasy world. You can have chalk technology. You can have chalk technology in this fantasy world. Yes. Uh, so she gets her chalkboard ready and she starts writing on the board, like the lesson plan for the day. Um, she always starts with English. Mm-hmm. Uh, she finds, or not English, but she always starts with like literature because she mm-hmm. finds the kids like to tell stories and it helps them get their energy out earlier. So she can be like, "All right, share what you did during your day," but like you have to put it in a story format and structure it and write it. So she like mm-hmm. teaches them how to do that. And then the next part is math because knowing how to do math and running finances is important to learning to how to run a farm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so she does like it's kind of how the day goes and then i think she got in trouble for doing too much science one time so she doesn't do a lot of science Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um there is a there is i'm not going to name this girl because she's never going to come back but she's just launching into this really long story about well first i woke up and then i saw my dog and then I put on my shoes. And then I went out to the room and my mom gave me a bowl of gruel and I ate the gruel. And she's just like like incredible detail of literally the last like hour and a half. Um minute by minute detail. Um when you sort of become aware that there is a woman in the doorway and you know her as a nook's mother. I just want to make sure we didn't name her. We did not name her the parent. Okay. And we didn't name her parents. Um, and she's looking around like she's she's not trying to be suspicious, but she's looking back and forth. Um, I will give her a name in a second. I don't want to name her Buttercup, um, which is what will happen if I don't like consult my my secret lore. But um, yeah, she's sort of looking back and forth, scanning the uh, the crowd of children, and um, and she kind of stops and starts to sort of back away. Okay. Um, Tiran looks, notices her, and goes to all the children. She's like, that was a lovely story, little Lyra. I love how detailed you get. You'll write some great fantasy novels someday. Um, 
No, she's just like, I love how, I love all the detail, you know, that's really, it's really good to be descriptive. I'm going to have everybody get into groups. We're going to do story sharing time together. Um, start with one sentence and the next person has to do another sentence and keep going until you have a very fun story and you can tell me about it in a minute. And she like goes to the back of the, to the, she goes to the door and t- goes up to the next mom. Yeah. Um, so, uh, uh, Nook's mom is, um, just sort of steps back and is like, Oh no, it's, it's absolutely all right. Um, don't, don't, uh, it's fine. Um, I'm yeah. Um, Nook's mom's name is, uh, Magda. Um, Magda, Magda, M A G D A. Um, and, uh, she is, uh, she just sort of says, you know what? I'm sure my daughter is fine. Uh, I just, she wasn't at home this morning. I assume she went to school. She's probably in the fields. It's fine. Anouk hasn't come in today. I thought, I assume she was working in the fields. Yes, I, I, I assumed that she was here, but I'm sure that she just got up early. You know how she loves to uh, pet the horses. Yeah. Have you checked the stables? Oh, no, that's a, that's a good idea. I should go do that. And maybe she's out, you know, with, with, um, with Buttercup. Um, she does love Buttercup. Um, oh, I'm poor. She gives me so many paintings of her. Uh, Taryn, what's one thing you know to be true about Buttercup? Um, Buttercup is an Appaloosa. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I'm talking to a former horse girl. Oh, I mean, same. <laughs> um, perfect. Okay. So Buttercup is an Appaloosa. Yeah, I, I really, I'm so sorry if I, if I worried you at all. Um, I just, you know, it's not like her to not be there when I wake up in the morning. Well, she's a she's very responsible and she's you know i know she's a good kid i is there anything i can do i obviously i can't leave these kids unattended but i can keep an eye out i could i could send a messenger raven your way well if you you know what if you hear anything or if a nook shows up please just you know just let me know i just want to make sure she's okay um and uh uh uh, in the corner, you don't have to end this conversation. I just want to say that in the corner, like Lyra is just like, um, you know, they're telling the, the they're doing like a group story or something. Yeah. Um, she is just taking that over and is just like launching into like a litany of what she ate last night, um, which is again just gruel, but she's talking about it like, like oat by oat. Um, okay, well, um, yeah, if you hear anything, please uh, please send me a message or um, have someone come find me, one of the older children, perhaps. Uh, I just, um, I'm not worried. It's fine. It's it's great. But um, you uh, can, uh, yeah, get back to your class. I'm so sorry to have worried you. No, I, I want to be, I want to help. You know, Anouk is, I, I adore her. She's a great student. She's very, very smart. I definitely want to make sure she's okay. Okay, well, um, Thank you so much. And if you have, you know, a few moments today, um, please see if you can. You might know places she goes that I don't. She's starting to not want her mother around, knowing all her secrets. She has a favorite nook um, near the forest. Oh, that's excellent. I may 
check that. Thank you so it's, much. It's walking distance. Um, there's a little tree with a carve out that she likes to huddle in and read. She goes out there by herself. It's so dangerous. Mm-hmm. So she's told me. Um, if she tells me she's going, I go with her and make sure she's protected. Don't worry. Okay. Well, if you have a moment to go check that, that would be wonderful. I, I will. Um, and she's already like sort of like scanning the, the street to go look for where. Um, look, looking toward the woods. Um, I want to ask uh, you, um, Ilsa. Why do people here? Um, I mean, there's a lot of reasons people here are scared of what's in the woods, but um, what uh, what is like the the thing that comes up the most often in terms of like, oh my goodness, going into the woods, you might run into this, and it can be, you know, it can be a, a monster, it can be a, an animal, it could just be, you know, a superstition. Um, I think it's sort of a superstition, and mm-hmm. it's sort of like a wolf, but it's beyond anything that a wolf would normally do, very much like the Beast of Jevodon, mm-hmm. where there's just, that's the closest thing that somebody who's seen it can relate it to being, because they don't have the lexicon for what it actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you are setting up your, um, as you're sort of, feeding the last of whatever crew came in this morning um, before they're going onto the fields. And it's about, you know, 1030 or whatever. Um, you see this woman, you kind of vaguely know, maybe her name's Magda. Um, and she just kind of sticks her head in and looks around and is just like, then she laughs to herself. Like she's not like she's doing something stupid. Help you, ma'am. Oh no! Um, I am. Mm, I'm fine. Um, you haven't hey. happened to see an eleven-year-old girl, have you? I haven't, and I also know that when people say that they're fine, that's usually when they aren't. Ah, uh, well, I am. I am fine. Uh, uh, I cannot emphasize enough how I am fine. Uh, I'm just. My daughter wasn't in her bed this morning. Uh, she wasn't at the schoolhouse. I, I, you know, I'm on my way to the fields to look for her and, and maybe in the stables. Um, but uh, I thought I'd just poke my head in here. I know you hear everything from everyone who happens to be here. Maybe you've seen her. Maybe you've heard something. Something about the stables? Oh, yes. Um, I was going to go check at the stables. She loves Buttercup, the plow horse. You know one of the horses is missing, right? I didn't know that. I hadn't. I hadn't. Is it Buttercup? No. It's the new one. The new one. Fireball. Goodness. Well, you don't... No. I've heard Stranger. Well, I'll have to be on my way then. Um, She sort of bustles out uh, off toward um, where you know the stables to be. What do you do? Kind of sigh... (laughs) <laughs> and then go back to, like, cleaning the bar top. Okay, excellent. Um, Carlo, uh, you are you are sort of looking at this, this um, the trail of uh, horse poop. And I'll just tell you this. There are some footprints, but they stop, you know, about 10 feet out of the stable. And then it's, you know, they just sort of are 
either somebody got their shoe clean or um, they got up on a horse or there's just no tracks anymore. Are these adultish footprints? Uh, I'm going to make you roll for that. Roll plus intelligence. I wonder how good of a cop you are. <laughs> uh, seven. Seven. Okay. They are... Too big to be a small child. But not as big as mine. No, not as big as yours. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, I'm going to walk down the hill toward whoever's uh, farm is near the um, stables. Okay. See if anybody's seen anything. Okay. I tell the mayor, um, see if anybody's missing. Um, okay. Anybody left in a hurry. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, um, she sort of looks around and is like, I will ask everyone if anybody's missing. And like, she clearly means it. Um, okay. I, 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 I know she's going to like overdo this. And I say, <laughs> you may want to start with Ilse at the bar. Oh, Good, good thought. Ilsa knows whenever anyone's missing. And, uh, Not like Ron, that. Ron, Ron keeps an eye on things, too. Okay, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so you walk down to... Um, tell me a little bit about the, the closest farm. Do you know the people who live here? Um, I do. And... Okay. Uh, they really don't like me. <laughs> Why don't they like you? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm happy to crowdsource that. Can I? I have a suggestion. Perhaps go for it. Go for it. Um, is that the farm that uh, Wynn's family has? Who who are kind of insular and they don't like outsiders and then extra outsiders they're kind of give them a cold shoulder and look on them with even more suspicion yeah they wait me out <laughs> yeah like they, they they have some weird uh traditions and you know give give you a, a hairy eyeball whenever you come by even more than they give other people who uh who live here if that's okay yeah i like yeah. that i like that um yeah so you walk down the hill to this farm and um, you see Wynn uh, out in the, the front yard, um, sort of uh, tending to some chickens. Um, the One of the things that is, happens in Stone Top is they have shifts for farm work. Um, so Wynn must be on the afternoon shift so he can, or so they can keep an eye on their chickens. Um, and uh, yeah, they're out in the yard, um, you know, gathering eggs plucking chicken feathers, other chicken things, um, scattering feed. There we go. I grew up on a farm. I know these things. Um, yeah, so they're they're out um, just dealing with their chickens, and they sort of look up, and they stand ramrod straight, and they look at you, and they say, can I help you? Hello, farmer. Um, you seen uh, the mayor's uh, pretty new horse? Leave out of here this morning. 
No. Why would I have seen? What makes you think I would have seen a a a horse? Um, fireballs missing from the stables. Well, I don't know anything about it. And he's sort of like, they, they sort of do the thing where they, they lean over and start tossing more seed to the chickens. Just, uh, is, busy um, doing nothing. Yep. Busy doing nothing. <laughs> they didn't see nothing. You know, that's what they're saying. Um, all right. Um, well, if anything, if yours comes up missing, I'm sure you'll let me know, right? Is that some sort of threat, Marshall? Well, I'm, I'm hoping there's no thief in town. If you can steal once, you're going to steal again. I'll be here for a little while, so you don't have to worry about me. And I start walking away. I, uh... <laughs> I literally just remembered there is discern realities, a move I knew existed and I could not find. But it is when I've been asking you to spout lore, I've been wanting you to discern realities. But we'll just know that going forward. Um, yeah, Wynn sort of keep, takes a long look at you and watches you go and then returns to the chickens. Um, is uh, not particularly... Um, bothered just yet there is a move called parley which you can do to sort of push an npc to do what you want um, uh then uh and you parley with uh charisma right yes and i'm charismatic so this oh, is great something i'm inclined to do so tell me how you might um before we even get to the point where you roll tell me how you might try to like get when to do what you want to do. It could just be as simple as like you sort of low key threatened them. Uh, I let him know if there's a, I mean, this is what my intention was to let him know. If there's somebody stealing, it behooves him to, uh, share any information. Okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, Car- is- Car- Carlo, I just want to interject one thing. Um, Win is non-binary and uses they. Oh, so I don't, okay. No worries. I just um, wanted to to make sure that that we were on that. Absolutely. So uh, I let them know that uh, I'm an outsider, but mm. I'm working in the town's best interest. And if something bad happens to them, I'm gonna be started from scratch. I want to nip this in the bud. Okay. That's all I meant to that's all I meant to say with that, you know. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh go ahead and roll um uh, parlay, which is plus charisma. Getting all my good rolls out now. So that's a nine. Oh goodness. Two is eleven. Okay. Um so oh plus okay, plus two is eleven. All right. Um yeah. Uh Wynn sort of sighs and says I saw the horse go through here last night I was having trouble sleeping and the horse went through look if you want to know more I'm having trouble uh, I'm having trouble uh, with my chickens, 
something keeps picking them off and i think it might be him and he sort of or uh, they sort of nod toward Durr, who i assume is still with you yeah 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 um and they're like you know that one Durr takes a step back uh offended and he he uh he uh muse <laughs> um I said, I feed this dog about half a horse every day. Um, I find it hard to believe he's taking chickens off too. But happy to keep him tied up for a couple nights so we can ascertain if there is a culprit. And uh, I give Dur a, a, a disapproving glance. Oh, all right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Please keep the dog tied up at night. If you do that, all right. You know what? I trust you to do that. So I'm just going to tell you this. I saw two figures riding on that horse. I don't know who they were, but there were two figures riding on that horse. Were they? Um, could you tell if they were men or women? No, they were. They were both in um, very long riding cloaks. It was. It was just obscured who they were. Good to know. Um, I'll see if I can catch this thief. Um, great. Uh, so, uh, Braun, it's been a second before we, since we checked in with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are uh, uh, getting ready for your daily whatever. And um, uh, the mayor, Heron, sort of walks up to you and is like, you haven't seen a horse, have you? In general, or today? Oh, no, we're missing a horse. Uh, I oh. don't know if you've heard about this, but... Oh, uh, Fireball. That's been sort of the talk of the town. Uh, everyone thinks I'm an idiot, and now I spend all this money on this horse, and I lose the horse? No, no, no. I'm, I'm, sure, that, I'm sure that Fireball will turn up. It's not like they're homing in on where they live or anything. That's ridiculous. Can they do that? No, no. The, there's there's a rumor going around, but you know the, these people. I've I've traveled far and wide, and I even know this this particular breed uh, from the south. But any any exa- any tales of them finding their way home is sheer exaggeration. And as you're standing there, um, a woman comes up, and um, you recognize her as Magda. Uh, and uh, she's really in a state because she's like, "There's a horse missing." Ah, yes, we were just dis- we were just discussing this. Uh, there's a horse missing. Yes, yes, there is a horse missing. My daughter is also missing. Oh, oh, that's uh, well, a horse of a different color. Um. I don't have time for your jokes. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. I didn't. I didn't mean anything by it. Uh, was she? Uh, do you have reason to believe that these things might be connected? Was she particularly fond of horses? She loved. She loved Buttercup. I know that much. Uh, the the one that disappeared, though. 
And then she kind of climbs up and says, I should, I should be going. I should be going. Um, I, by all means, but, uh, you've, you've alerted, you've alerted, uh, everyone else as well. I mean, this is important news. We can't have, we can't have the children of the, of the village disappearing. Um, and the mayor is like, no, we can't, can we? No, no, um, it's, uh, Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to get anybody alarmed. I'm, you know, Anuk loves to run off and and have fun and and be in the woods. And apparently, she goes to the woods all the time. Mm. Uh, goodness knows what how what happens to her out there. But if you could find some folks who might be able to go and figure out what's going on, I'm sure she's just somewhere nearby. Of course. Um- I'm. I'm. This is. This is much more important than than uh, anything else I had planned for the day. I, I'd be happy to to help. I know. I, I know these woods. Ahead. I know these woods uh, better than almost anyone. They both look at you for a long moment. Well, woods in general. I mean, not necessarily these specific ones, but uh, I'm very. I'm very good at, uh, at at being able to to find things. And Magda says, I'm going to go check the fields. <laughs> and walks off. Uh, and Heron says, I need to deal with, I need to make sure that, that you know, we this doesn't spiral out of control. So if you can find some people who uh, can help uh, with this search, that would be good. Uh, uh, of course, I would be happy to help. So anyone who, you know, anyone who might know this little girl, uh, anyone who might, you know, know the town gossip. I don't. I sent the marshal off after the horse, and mm-hmm. you know, people say the marshal's kind of shady, but I, I, I think I he's, I think he's good. Yeah, you know? no, I, I agree with you. I, I think yeah. that as well. Yeah. Okay. Great. I, if, um, if I if I suspected anything shady, I would be sure to bring that those uh, uh, information to you immediately. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go check on everything in the fields. Um, thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Braun. Forgot your last name. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, let's go back to Tiern. Um, Tiern, uh, uh, Lyra is uh, still talking. Um, <laughs> the other students have just kind of zoned out. Like, if it was right now, they'd be looking at their phones, but they're just looking out the window. Um, uh, Lyra... Um, remember, you have to share time with the other kids. They also need to tell their stories. I can't believe this is now the most important character in the whole game. Yeah, you. There's still no sign of a nook. How much is this on your mind? She's definitely. Tiern is definitely worried about a nook. Okay. She also knows she can't just leave like 30 kids unattended. So she's yeah. like, I want to know what happened to Anuk and I want to go check out where she is and I want to be a part of fighting this. But then I'll also probably be a part of trying to find the other kids in this class if I just leave. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. like trying to figure out She's like wishing she could go searching and is like, maybe one of the ravens could do it because she has ravens now. <laughs> I mean, why not have some ravens? Why not? 
How many ravens do you have? I want to. I want to follow this line of inquiry a little bit. Uh, three. Three. Okay, you have three ravens. Great. Um, yeah. Um, I am sort of wondering. You have this major arcana, which um, would you would you be able to like? Would that come in handy at all? Let me pull up exactly how it works again. I would also like to know how it works, which is why I'm asking. <laughs> no, I know. It's if I remember correctly, it's like you look into it and it's a puzzle. It can help solve puzzles things. Puzzles things. That's that's a what no, this item was no, where is it? I bookmarked the, the link and now it's gone. It was the eye of something. Um I can find it. Um I Yeah. The, the Dropbox fr- fr- Frosty Sphere thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sphere. Um, I have the name of it. I just don't have like the exact details of how it worked. Naruba's ice sphere. Yes, I will read it to you in a second. I will read it here. Um, yeah, it's a. It's a, when you peer into the ice sphere, your mind is cleared of fear, anger, hatred, or other strong emotions. You gaze deeply into the ice sphere and ponder a situation, puzzle, or mystery. Ask the GM a question from the list below. I am uh, going to download this file and send it to you on Slack. Yes, we all have a Slack, everybody. I've just revealed that to you. Um, I, uh, I'll also post the link in chat here in Zoom so you can see if you can see it there. Um, but yeah, it basically is um, there, there are, are questions you can ask. I don't know if it's the right... Um, I don't know if it's the right uh, solution for this, but I wanted to raise it as a possibility. Um, what would you do if you like? What's your procedure for if you leave the um, the school? Like, if you have to go out on an emergency or something. If I have to go out on an emergency, uh, she uh, basically escorts all the kids back home first. There is no there is no quick emergency in the land of no cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she basically will if she has to stop down the day, make sure each kid is individually escorted home and get them home and then goes to do what she needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, thankfully, school days aren't terribly long like this because uh, they can only harvest so long. So it's basically just like, no, yeah. take the kids back. Um, uh, go ahead. Yeah. So yes, yeah, she would have to individually get them all home and make sure they're all safe before she could. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Bron, uh, uh, you were given a task. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering uh, where you might go to try to find uh, folks mm-hmm. to talk to. I think the my first stop is going to be to uh, go to uh, where Elsa works, and I forgot the name of the of the pub. The Gone. Oh, right. The, right. I remember now. The Gone. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be the dragon, but the words were away. Yeah. Not just the gun. Yep. Uh, so I, I'll head over to the gun and uh, see who is uh, in there uh, besides Elsa. Is there anyone else um, there uh, or about to arrive getting breakfast perhaps before they go to the fields? Oh, um, I mean, it is it is a little bit later morning. Um, so uh, if there are people there, they're probably you know, getting drinks. They're probably kind of drunks. Let's find out how many people are there. There's another two people. There's um, there's two older guys sitting off in the corner, um, quaffing some ale. 
Um, and they're, yeah. they're they're playing like a perennial game of backgammon that has never seemed yeah. to have ended or started. Yeah, they're like they're like the oldest guys in Stone Top. They kind of come with the bar, like like you know, it's like they sprouted up out of the floor. But yeah, they're sitting in the back corner playing it, playing a game that nobody knows the rules to, but only they seem to know the rules to. That's who's in the bar, and they're they're getting hammered. So. Uh, then I will, uh, as I enter, I will, uh, uh, walk, walk to the, walk, walk to where Ilsa is, I presume behind the, the bar area, mm-hmm. and say, uh, good, good morning. Have you heard the, the news? I always hear the news. Missing child, missing horse. Exactly. Uh, I have been charged to, uh, try and find some people to get together and find one or both of them. The child, sorry, of course, the, being more important. I'm sorry, the uh, the gone's so empty right now, there's there's not really a... You don't really have a wealth to choose from. Uh, no, I, I don't expect uh, Enoch or Jasoff to... Uh, to uh, head out. I mean, it would interrupt their game. Um, but if anyone comes in, uh, if you could spread the word, perhaps? Or or if you wanted to maybe close up early and, and help me look? Go out and look. Yeah. With you. And others? Yes, of course. Um... Boys, the bar is closed. <laughs> and Enoch, Enoch is just like, I was about to win parsnips. <laughs> oh, you're never going to win parsnips. You always say that, and you're always a crump behind. She's been I like that she somehow like knows this game. By osmosis. just <laughs> doesn't share with anybody exactly how it works. Uh, just tell me one thing you know is true about this game. I don't, you know, about, about the game parsnips. About the game parsnips? Uh, there, It has nothing to do with actual parsnips. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> these two these two old guys, like, look at you very strangely and are like, uh, we'll take our business elsewhere. And there's no other bar in town, so... Uh, gentlemen, tomorrow, gentlemen, gents. gentlemen, please, you could do us a tremendous favor if you could just uh, perhaps move your parsnips out to the front of the bar and let anyone know... Uh, let anyone who comes by know that the bar is closed and that uh, we're forming a search party for a missing girl and the missing horse. It would be a tremendous service to the to the town. Uh, I think that these gentlemen are not going to leave without being convinced, which means you may need to parley with them. Um, yeah, so okay. uh, uh, I think... Um, yeah, I think one of you should parlay, and the other uh, will aid, um, which will mean that you will get um, three dice and take the top two. So, if someone wants to aid, someone could just do it by themselves. But I assume since there are two of you there, are both like being, "Hey, get out of the bar." Yeah, we could definitely um, work together on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I have a. I would be before we do that. I would like to use another move. Okay. Cool. Uh, and I would like to discern realities. 
Okay. And I have a uh, special ability that lets me get an, an additional question, which is, what opportunity does no one else see? So what opportunity right. is here uh, that I can maybe use to help convince these guys? Okay. So roll. So I am discerning realities on... Uh, well, uh, I did not do a very good job. That uh, is a six. Um, but... I have another I am perceptive, which is another move. When I discern realities, uh, I can still get one question, even on a six. However, I may not like the way in which I know the answer on a failed roll. So on that failed roll, since uh, I already declared it, I will just use the what opportunity do I see with these two gentlemen that uh, is not immediately apparent to anyone else? What, What do I see that no one else can see? If you could beat one of them at parsnips, they would leave immediately. They would be so ashamed. But nobody here knows how to play parsnips. And also, it seems like like they've been playing this game seemingly for 50 years. So it might be in a game that's impossible to win. It might be like Monopoly. I don't know. Um, but... Yeah, if, they if like you... that Pixar old man playing chess against them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're just endlessly playing this 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 game that nobody quite knows how it works. But if you could beat them, then they might they might go because they would be like, "Well, finally we've been bested." Okay. Um, hmm. Not sure how I'll bring that up in the conversation. Uh, Ilsa, do you want to take lead on the persuade, or do you want me to do so? Um, I'm fine taking lead on the persuade. Okay. I think. Um, what what role is it? What uh, stat? Uh, it'd be plus charisma. Um, and uh, uh, please tell me how you're aiding, Bron. So you'll get to roll three dice. Um, Mac. Oh, okay. Yeah, please. I just want to know how you're helping. Sure, of um, course. Um, I think that... Uh, I think that um, the tack I'm going to take is that it is a uh, it's a lovely morning. They would be doing the town a service, and perhaps a small change of scenery would be able to uh, change how they are seeing their game of parsnips, and perhaps give them an advantage against each other. Okay. All right. Um, Ilsa, did you roll? What did you roll? Uh, I haven't rolled yet. I was waiting to hear what the assist was. I'm trying to Um, subtly steer towards... Hey, uh, Nick, why don't you roll a die for me? Because I only have two d6s right now. All right. And then you get to play. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I got a three on this die. Okay, so I actually have a total of eight then. Okay, cool. Um, So Enoch leans over and says... Yeah, we'll do that for you. But you got to give us the key to the back of the bar. We got to be able to get whatever drinks we want. <laughs> you can barely hold anything that I give you. That's fine. Here's the key. <laughs> and like, you know, it's like that works. And he looks over at his friend. <laughs> And then and I, uh, like pack up their yeah. Go ahead. And I, I head over to um, I've got a cabinet nearby, and I've got my um, metal smithing gear, and I throw on the apron, and it's got like kind of all my gear tied to it, and throw the key at them, 
and like go heading out with Bronn. Um, yeah, uh, Enoch and, and his friend, they pack up their game and they go and they make an elaborate show of locking the door and then like putting the key, you know, just under their shirt or whatever. Um, are you, Bron, um, where might you two head next? Um, I should ask both of you, Bron and Ilsa, where might you head next? Actually, why don't we see you talk about that? Because this is a game where people talk about things. So, if there is a missing girl, I'm wondering if perhaps the school teacher would be able to give us uh, insights onto where she might have gone, assuming she took the horse and was not taken. That seems fair. And perhaps we can enlist her aid as well. Uh, unfortunately, this it's going to be difficult to find a party uh, with everyone out in the fields, but... Um, I'm sure that uh, if there is anyone else we come across, we can ask them to join us. The more people we have searching, the better our odds. I agree. I, uh... I haven't gotten to do this before. Oh? You seemed awfully prepared. Did I? <laughs> well, uh, you immediately had, uh, you immediately girded yourself for, for the search. Oh, I, uh, this is this thing i but thank you for asking me along of, of course let's go um, the the mayor the mayor runs by and waves at both of you and says everything's fine it's wonderful today isn't it and then just sort of scurries off in the other direction a lot of it's fine today I- did I get the sense that that was the cover fine, or if that was like, oh, we found the horse, we found the girl, everything's that okay? Was the co- that was the cover fine. Okay. I, like, she obviously she gave you, like, a big wink, you know? Right. She's being the mayor from Jaws. Yeah, as far as she knows, Bron is the only one in town who knows any of this. So, Bron and, like, Carlo knows about the missing horse, but, yeah. Yes, a, a fine day. <laughs> And I'll wave, wave at the mayor. <laughs> um, cool. So, what do you do? Uh, We're headed to the schoolhouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tiern, what are you teaching right now? And when they show up, uh, I have finally gotten Lyra off of her story <laughs> um, by bringing out the sharing hourglass mm-hmm. that I. Uh, I basically, any time a kid starts taking too long, I, I put it on and I pull it out and I time them because we have to be able to share. Uh, but now I've moved on to math and uh, I'm teaching them basics, just like how to count and yeah, basic, basic, basic math because these children are pretty young. So it's yeah. like the the time not i don't even know if there's times tables i don't know what level of math exists but uh let's, yeah let's just say math yeah like they're they're yeah they're they're um you know the older kids are learning some basic algebra stuff but mostly yeah. it's you know addition subtraction multiplication division so fractions the older kids I've got, like, i'm teaching them like money stuff yeah mm-hmm. like yeah. how to properly trade and look at like all right you have this much wheat how much would that sell for if it sells like mm-hmm. doing some of that basic stuff so they can help their parents with the finances 
Um, you went off to a university, right? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. How how frequently do people from Stone Top go off to to college or university? I imagine not very often because I'm from the the other town originally. Mm-hmm. And I went off to university and then came to teach in Stone Top to hopefully encourage more people to go to university. But the the rate at which people go to university seems very very low in Stone Top. Yeah. Okay. Um, what uh, uh, what are some things that maybe you learn uh, that maybe you've learned that um, you can't impart to these students that they would like have to go off to school to learn themselves um i think a lot of the like a lot of the science stuff part of why she doesn't really teach it is uh it's a little it gets a little bit borderline magic-y and probably mm-hmm. seems a little bit uh weird to the, to the people around stone top but she doesn't really teach that uh so that would be something they have to go to university for um, and she tries to keep the lessons to ba- more basic life skills than anything. It's more about like, here's reading and here's how to like run your business. Here's how to do this. Uh, if they wanted to learn more about like more complicated math or um, like read all of the books out there, like she would have, they would have to go to university. Hers is just more about preparing them for what's going to come out in life. And if they want to learn more or their parents want them to learn more, she'll occasionally do like tutoring lessons with kids. But uh, I have another question for you, but I first want to ask Carlo, oh, Carlo, does Kylie go to school? Your daughter? No. Okay. She, uh, she is, um, she is, uh, working in the fields to collect up the harvest. And um, I try to scare her with um, the horrors of pregnancy whenever I get a chance. Right. And she gets yeah. around those farm boys. She ain't from around here. Yeah. Uh, we said she's about 15, so she's probably thinking about farm boys, which she's is. She's thinking about farm boys. Yeah. Or farm girls, we don't know. Could happen. Um, uh, well, you know, um, <laughs> I do. Uh, uh, Tiern, uh, tell me, like, what is a thing that people in this town are superstitious about in re science slash magic? Uh, I feel like it's a lot like that wolf on the edge of the woods kind of thing. It's the it's that fear of not really understanding it, and that fear of not really just they just don't have the words to put to it. And it definitely can seem very dangerous. Mm. And it can be very dangerous. So, like, she doesn't hold it against anyone, really. She's just like, yeah, I mean, I've blown up a thing or two before. <laughs> <laughs> like, this probably seems... She, she can't blame anyone for it seeming really, really scary. So I think yeah. they're just superstitious about the fact that it's akin to magic and can lead to dangerous paths if not handled correctly. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. So, uh, to, to tell me, um, I, I assume the other two get there. Tell me sort of, um, uh, how you arrive at this school, um, Bron and, uh, Ilsa. How, how many, uh, how many kids, uh, how many kids are there and, and like, what are their 
age-ish? It's about 25 to 30 kids, and they're all they're about ages 5 to, like, probably 8, maybe okay. 9. Okay, so it, it, not counting the older kids, 5 to 8, 25 kids? 20, 25 kids? Yeah, because most, most of the able-bodied older kids are not. Like, I would say that the 50, like, 10 plus, not there. Okay. They're all working. So, uh, I think that, um... I think that we come to the door as, uh... Uh... As Tyrion, um... Is asking a question about, uh, sort of like a, a word problem that culminates in something about like how much is how much is this sheep worth? And you know, Lyra's hand shoots up. I've seen a sheep. Uh, and and as I hear that, I'm going to come through the door and say, "Well, the value of the sheep depends." If you take it to the butcher, they're not going to want to pay you very much for it. But if you take it to someone who is looking to stud the rest of their sheep, they might pay very, very much for it. So it's not really a matter so much of an exact mathematical figure that can be figured out. It's all about what people need. Well, lean out behind him. Hi, Tiern. She looks at Bron and she's just like, well, in this case. It's about the value of the sheep, so the children can understand how to add and subtract. Oh, six. Thank you, Bron. Of course, I'm glad to be of service. <laughs> Taryn just kind of, she has she has full mom voice, like don't mess with my lesson. <laughs> like, you- all right, kids, uh, Lyra, please draw me a picture of the sheep you sh- saw today. Hey. Uh, now pair off and she like starts pairing off the kids she's like these are going to be your math buddies i have a select bit of problems for you they're up on the board start trying to answer them to the best of your ability while i talk to these lovely adults love to interrupt my math lessons i'm tearing it's important i'm very sorry we would not we would not be here if it was not of the utmost importance um and i'll sort of oh is Quite possibly. That is that a, a young girl in your class? Yes, she's about eleven. Her mom Magda came by earlier. She was asking me if I'd seen her, and I haven't. Ah, uh, well then you are uh, informed. Um, it appears as though she is missing, as well as uh, Fireball. Not Buttercup. No, uh, Buttercup was out in the fields when I when I saw. A nook wouldn't take Fireball; she would take Buttercup. That's new information that we didn't have prior to now, and you should come with us. I have, I mean, unless we want more missing children on the on our hands, I have to. Then get fine, back. look at them; they're happy. They're talking to each other. They're <laughs> answering problems on the board. You put an older kid in charge. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I there's mean, one well, kid who would love to be in charge. Lyra <laughs> stands up and says, I can be in charge. I can be in charge. How old? How, how, Lyra has to be what, like seven? Yeah, she's seven. <laughs> she's like, Lyra, 
You are such a good little helper, and you are definitely in charge. I'm just going to have to also find an adult like me who can keep y'all, you all you kids safe from the, you know, like, I'm real good at fighting. And she does, like, a couple of fake punches, and she's like, I need you to teach the other kids, though. You're so smart. You can't uh, protect and be smart. Uh, roll, uh, 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 oh, wow. Tyrion, Tyrion, roll plus charisma. I want to see how much the children buy that they need to be protected by you, that, they, that you are protecting them. I'm protecting them. Uh, she's, like, trying to be like, I, you need, you need an adult. You can't, you can't be in charge. Um, that is a nine. Okay. So they're reasonably persuaded, but, um, you know, they're going to need to like, like they, they would need to actually see you like fight off an intruder to truly buy it. But like, they think you will protect them more than Lyra will protect them, which is maybe like half the battle. Well, if we can get like maybe one of the marshals volunteers to come watch the class, just anyone who can watch them, I can't just leave them alone or we might have more missing kids. All I know is that a kid is missing and a horse is missing and we need to figure this out and we need to figure it out now. Is there any, is there any place that, that uh, Anuk might have gone uh, if she did take Fireball. Well, she wouldn't have, which worries me. Um, but she did have a place outside of the woods that was just on the edge of town. It was It's walking distance, though. Like, she can get there on foot. It's a little tree that has, like, a nice little nook inside of it you can fit and read. Mm-hmm. Um... And she liked to go in there and, you know, draw and read and do what kids do. Occasionally, I would go out there with her if I caught her so she wasn't alone. Because, you know, this town is very afraid of the woods. But that's that's what I know. Um, if, if one of you or both of you could just pop onto the marshal's office and get someone here, I will gladly come with you and help look. I... Where, where is this nook exactly? It's literally just on the edge of town, right by um, where the old mill is. Perhaps there's a clue there. And, like, Ilsa starts walking towards the door, just, like, almost absently not thinking about it. There, that's, I mean, there might be. Are you going to get someone from the marshal's office, or am I'll, I going to stay here worried uh, about it? An excellent idea. Um... So why don't you go check that out? I'll uh, I'll get someone I'll get uh, someone from the marshal's office, and we'll uh, meet back here in just a few minutes, and then uh, head out and see if we can find this missing girl. That sounds perfect to me. And takes off. Well, I always knew she liked adventure. All right, uh, uh, adieu, uh, and I shall return. And then I will head to back to the town. And then goes uh, back to Lyra and is like, all right, do you want to help with the next lesson? Yay! Yes, I do. This lesson is about gruel. Um, I want to go back to Carlo because we haven't heard from you in a second. Um, 
So you uh, have this information from Wynne that there were two figures on this horse. Um, and uh, what are you going to do now? Um, I go down to the uh, edge of the woods and I look into the woods. And I realize I may need some backup. So uh, I send Durr to go uh, raise uh, Mary, Kylie, and the boys. Okay. And uh, he goes and he as, he as he runs past people in the field, he barks. And they say, oh, Carlo's at the edge of the forest and he needs our help? <laughs> Um, all along. Then, well, I mean, he's he's a person. He he's really awful at tracking. <laughs> um, so uh, and then he heads up the hill to town, um, to go get Zeb. Um, and while he does that, I uh, read the land. Tell me what that move moved us. That's my thing. Mm. Um, when you first take a moment and survey the terrain, ask the GM one of the following gain advantage on your next roll to act on the answer. What's the best way in or out or past? Where's the best spot to set up a trap or ambush? Where's the most defensible position? Or what is out of place? Okay. And, uh, I think I'm going to go for the last one. Okay. So, yeah, there are, um, there's like broken brambles, kind of, you know, horse-sized here in the woods. And you can follow them in a little bit, but then they loop around. They go around probably half mile or so, and then they loop around and they come back out and they're headed across the other side of town. So it's like, it's very difficult to get a horse to go into the woods at right. night, all right. of that. But it appeared like it just from what it appears like, it appears that it went in and then went down and then came out as though it was, um, does it almost look like somebody was doubling back? That would be a fair assumption. Like they okay. wanted to, they wanted to throw someone off their trap. Um, so I make my way through the woods and I'm, I'm looking for, since they're going through Bramble, I'm looking for rip cloth. I'm looking for clues. Yeah. Give me a discern realities, which is, uh, sure. I'm going to check what it's plus, um, just to remind you, it is plus wisdom. And there's right. a list of questions. If you have the move sheet open, I am a minus one wisdom, but I roll plus advantage so that's three dice instead of two uh yes and i roll a seven giving me a six okay um you don't spot any clues i just follow the path yeah you just follow the path come out the other side and uh yeah looks like whoever was here they doubled back um yeah, but when you come out, you are on the side of town near the mill. Um, the, the new mill, not the old mill. Yeah, 
yeah the the new mill that is um has just been sort of set up because last year when everyone had to to fix it up um yeah so you come out near the new mill um which i believe was near that that nook I think we said I don't, that. I don't know about a nook. But well, sure. Okay. No, no, I'm just saying, like, there's, like, In I the know. the greater sense of things. Yes. I know that Ilsa is headed a place, so. Yes, correct. A nook's nook. A nook's yes. nook, yes. Mm-hmm. The nook nook. <laughs> so, uh, so my expectation is that uh, that kills some time as I'm going through the bramble mm-hmm. for others to arrive. Perhaps. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I think that you and Ilsa arrive kind of in this area around the same time, or at the very least, like you can see Ilsa as you get up near the mill, you can see that she is approaching, approaching nearby, wherever this, this nook is, this reading nook, a nook's reading nook. Thank you for this, Taryn. I appreciate that this is happening right now. It's by the mill, so it's probably also by a brook. Mm. Yes, it's a nooks. It's a nooks reading nook by the brook. Yeah, I'm feeling look. shook. <laughs> nook reads okay. books in her nook by the brook. Um, Elsa, wh- what are you? What are you doing out of the bar? <laughs> I. That's a good question. Um, I'm investigating. Are you looking for the horse? And the girl. And the girl. So which one was a girl? Tell me about this girl. Uh, a nook. The missing girl. Her mother is in a fit. Ah, a nook. Uh, she goes to the school. Child. Hmm. Those are all words that describe her. Yes. Can I go to the yeah, yeah. I, I need to look around. I'm looking for clues. Okay. Um, I will join you. It, it appears the the horse and a nook and someone else rode past this way. There was another person, another rider. There was. Fascinating. Okay. Well, I'm going to take a look around in her nook and see if there isn't anything that I can glean from this. Uh, I'm coming with you. Uh, is anybody else out here with the search party, or are you alone? Oh, there's there's others. I just had to... I wanted to... Well, I I volunteered to come check out here. He, he, he nods, genuinely impressed. Good for you. Lead the way. And I do so and head towards this nook. The nook nook by the brook that leaves us all shook and makes us wish we could cook. We might find a book. Yeah. Uh, It's definitely worth a look. Oh, God. (laughs) Come on. Um, uh, I want to cut back to Braun. Um, Zeb, I believe, I have been informed, is at the marshal's office. Uh, Remind me a little bit about Zeb, Carlo. Uh, Zeb is the crusty old bowman um, who uh, 
when Carlos said he was going to settle down and make sure this girl um, was raised until she was properly married or whatever she was going to do. And the rest of uh, Carlos' uh, band of merry uh, men, they said, uh, well, we're not staying in this this uh, few horse town. And they took off. And Zeb, he sat down. And he said, I'll stick it out with you. Um, he's pretty much the only person I trust. And uh, I'm sure there are plenty of rumors in town that two men should not spend so much time together. Um, there is a... Uh, uh, yeah, so as you approach the marshal's office, or as you enter the marshal's office, Bron, um, Zeb is sitting behind the um, desk, and he's like running his a knife along a, a stick, sort of getting it nice and sharp. And he looks up and says... You're the shop owner, right? Yes, uh, Deputy Zeb. Yeah, he's squinting and leaning forward because he doesn't see so well. Yes, it's I'm 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 Zeb. Yes, that's me. Ah, uh, uh, wonderful. I was wondering if you could uh, do me a favor, and in fact, do the entire town a favor. Uh, would you? Um, well, I don't know how much you have heard about uh, what is going on this morning, but uh, we are missing a horse and also a girl, and uh, we could use your assistance with uh, watching the children at the schoolhouse uh, as the, the teacher has some information that might be able to help us find this, this missing girl uh, more quickly. So if you could come along with me and uh, just keep an eye on them for a short time while we uh, take a look, that would be an incredible help to the town. A favor, you say? Of course, to the entire town. What are you going to pay me? You would you would charge for such a a, a service to the to the community? Do you want to have a missing girl on your hands? You wouldn't charge for such a service to the community? Uh, of course not. I mean, uh, uh, such a town like this, a missing girl? I think you're going to have to roll parley again. <laughs> I think that's where this where this night is. It's a yep. parley kind of night. Parley! So that's plus charisma. All right. Uh, that is boxcars on the dice, so that's 13. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, The way you can convince Zeb, Zeb loves a story. Mm -hmm. Um, He would love to hear a great story about someone doing something good for the community out of the goodness of their heart, and probably he'd go along with it because he would be that entertained. So, yeah, he just needs a good story. My friend, I can I can certainly understand that uh, all of our time is precious, and we all need uh, some sort of compensation. But there are some times when the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few, and we must all band together in order and and, and make s- sacrifices, even small ones, in order to assist with the uh, smooth running and happiness of the town. Why? 
I can think of uh, several instances where even the most hard-hearted scoundrels... Um, back in my time in uh, um, West Bay... Uh, there was a, a incredible scoundrel was known throughout the entire town as just being the most flint-hearted, uh, cruel uh, individual. Nothing like yourself, I, I, I'm sure. But uh, when they had discovered that uh, everyone uh, had had a, a, a plague was sweeping the town, and they had access to the only means of getting in a a cure. They took it upon themselves, out of the goodness of their heart, to sail across these incredibly stormy waters, braving unknown hazards. They, they told me that they were attacked by these uh, half-women, half-seals that tried to swarm the ship, and he fought them off barehanded, throwing them into the water in order to get this vial of medicine desperately back to the town of West Bay. And when he came back, everyone was so sick, they could not do anything. But he was able to, to bring his boat in, wrecked his, his little boat against the shore at great personal sacrifice, and then rushed through the town with this vial and was able to add it to the town water supply. And then went from person to person with a cup, just pouring a bit of the... the, the medicine-infused water into every mouth, and it was such a, a tremendous sacrifice on their part, and they've been hailed as a hero ever since. I'm sure you've heard of the, the, the hero of West Bay, Generos? A, a well-traveled man such as yourself, Generos of West Bay, Savior? So, so, if I come with you and look after these kids, I might meet a half-woman, half-seal? And it's not outside the realm of the possible, my friend. All right, then. Uh, and as he starts to gather his stuff, the door opens and a dog comes in and uh, grabs uh, 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 some, a pack in back and sort of looks up at Zeb and gives a quick uh, bark. And Zeb says, oh, I know. Uh, this one told me already, but thank you. Um, and then the dog goes off with the pack. Um, all right, I'll come and look after the look after the children. That was a very good story. You know, I know there's not a town called West Bay, right? Oh, the they did they did change it. It's uh, like the um, that's that's the old name is uh, how I had heard the story. Uh huh. But he does follow you. <laughs> he was suitably entertained. Um, he does follow you to the schoolhouse, um, where uh, uh, Lyra is currently teaching about... Um, she's teaching something about math. She's teaching about sheep. There we go. <clears throat> I basically just let her give a presentation on sheep for a minute. <laughs> sure. Teach about sheep. This day has gone to hell. Some sheep are white, some sheep are off-white, some sheep are, like, kind of gray, some sheep are kind of like a gray-white. There's also, like, black sheep, and then there's, like, kind of lighter black sheep and dark gray sheep. Um, my favorite kind of sheep is a red sheep, but you don't see those very often, do you? No, I've never seen a red sheep. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I, I want to kind of tie in something else lore-wise. Um, sure. At the, beginning, at the beginning, I was mentioning that uh, there's something about Stone Top that we have that nobody else has. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this suggestion came from chat. Uh, the, the, the suggestion from chat was actually Fuzzy Slippers, but that led me to Sheep. And I think that Stone Top is known far and wide for the Stone Top Crookhorn. Okay. Which is a particular brand of sheep with a particular desirable wool that can okay. be used for all, all sorts of textiles and is highly sought after in the lands to the south. And Lyra is the daughter of the top sheep sales, the top sheep farmer in town. So her family's her family's rolling in it. Um, so you kind of have to listen to her because they're funding the school, I think. Um, but yeah, so... Um, okay. Sheep. Lots of sheep in Stone Top. The Stone Top Crookhorn. Um, yeah. So Zeb walks in. It's like, kids, here to teach you. Oh. Oh, thank, thank you, Zeb. Um, we're currently in the middle of a very special les- lesson about the Crookhorn Sheep by Lyra. Um, later is show and tell. Just get them through that. Get them fed. Uh, and they have some math problems they need to do on their own. Now, you kids heard about Crinwin? Uh, Crinwin are these uh, sort of uh, pesk, pesky type beasts that live out in the woods. They're kind of lizard monkey type things. I'll show you a photo of them sometime. Um, and he just kind of put he puts one foot up on the desk and goes like this and says, "I once saw Crinwin get its mouth get its uh, teeth into a sheep." wasn't pretty really disturbing and begins describing this in graphic detail i believe that is our cue uh uh Tira. Lyra is just Lyra's just like looks progressively more and more like just like distraught about this there's a moment like where uh as they're doing this Tiran just puts her hands over Lyra's ears like this poor girl's upset like loves sheep uh She's like, all right, uh, this day is... She, she, the parents I, don't complain. I'm sure but she'll no. be fine. She knows She knows that there are predators and that the there are uh, animals that, that eat sheep as well. She's not sheltered. In my experience, people who live that closely to the animals are quite aware of their uh, foibles and the predators. Doesn't mean you like to hear about them. Um... I want to ask. I want to ask Taryn to roll discern realities. Okay. <laughs> Pull up the move sheet. It's plus whiz. We didn't put uh, sheep harm on the lines or veils, so. <laughs> Listen, I'm always going to cut around animal cruelty, so this is an old man telling a story about a thing that probably didn't happen in graphic detail to some children. <laughs> 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 Sorry, it's a six. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, doesn't seem like anybody else is missing from class today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what, uh, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, what, what, what was the name of the uh, critter that Zeb was talking about? The Crinwin. Crinwin, okay. Yes. And the monkey lizard, okay. Yeah, they're, um, yeah, they're kind of... Um, alien-ish, I guess I'd say. Like, um, yeah. Is that the story of Stone Top aliens? 
They're, they kind of like, like you, you know, people see them every once in a while, but they seem like they're kind of, you know, endangered. They're out in the woods somewhere. Nobody goes that far into the woods. We'll never see a Krenwin. That would never happen. It tastes great. Yeah, as they're leaving, Tiern says that. She's like, he's never seen a Krenwin. He's never been that far in the woods. Uh, Carlo, has, uh, Carlo, has Zeb seen a Krenwin? Zeb's ate, eaten a couple of Krenwins. <laughs> okay. Um, continue, Tiern. I, I cut you off. No, just she does that because she, she knows most of the town doesn't do go like she's been farther in the woods than most people, and she's like she's never seen Zeb out there. So as far as she knows, he's never done it. Okay, so you leave Zeb uh, talking at great length about just horrible, horrible things to a group of school children. They probably love it. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> It's a it's a fun day at class today. All right. Um, so do we have someone going to a Nook's Nook? Do we have <laughs> do we have any leads on wh- where Fireball went or? Well, I uh, I was actually hoping you could uh, direct uh, me and yourself to the Nook, and perhaps you might see something that others miss, and it perhaps will give us an, a clue of of where uh, she might have gone, assuming she. Uh, left with the horse. Okay, let's go. And she's like, basically, it's like, starts marching on towards the her spin. She's all like tall and lanky and just like marching. Uh, I think that um, Braun is kind of average height, so Tyrion might be taller than he is. Uh, so I'm speed walking to keep up <laughs> but it but 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 in a dignified way how well do you how well do you two know each other Tiern and Brown? we have a, we have relationships between most of the other characters but I'm, i don't think we have one really between you oh actually we do we have one uh regarding uh artifacts like and searching <laughs> for things uh so it's it's more professional i think than uh than social but we're mm. not we're not strangers. Right, right. Um, what's the last thing you found for, for Tyrion? I think it was the... Uh, the you had found a... Yeah, you had yeah. found a thing that wasn't what you said it was. But I'm wondering what, if are, what are you talking about? It was a 100% legit <laughs> <laughs> statue that, that uh, prevented disease and increased mm-hmm. your uh, attraction to the to uh, your, your uh, preferred partners. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, sure. Um, all right, um, yeah. Uh, uh, Tiern, tell me a little bit more about this nook. Um, the nook itself is like it's a very big tree uh, that's kind of grown out, and at some point, probably combusted or something, and now has like a big gaping open hole. Mm-hmm. You could actually fit like they could like she and a nook can fit in the nook together. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's it's kind of like strange because most of the trees in the in the forest aren't that big, mm-hmm. um, but this one seemed very special, and a nook seemed drawn to it, and so uh, Tyrion set up some like protective stuff around it, trying to make sure that like because it's such an unusual tree, trying to make sure that it doesn't have any kind of negative properties. Uh, 
So she like made some little protective spell jars and things and hung them around. And uh, it's just like she made into like a cute little almost fairy nook. Okay. Um, tell me about a time. Actually, I'm, I'm going to do a flashback. I want to see a time when you were with a nook in her nook. Um, well, one day a nook came running by the school and Kieran walked out and saw her and was like, where are you going in such a hurry? She knew, but she still had to ask. Oh, um, follow me. Okay. Let's go. You lead the way. And she like scampers off. She runs so fast out to the edge of town um, where there's this little nook. And she like is like kind of kind of like embarrassed by it when you get there. It's, you know, it's just, I just come here sometimes to, to read, you know, no big deal. I think it's magical. Look at it. It's so cool. Look at this tree. It's Mm -hmm. huge. I come out here sometimes, you know, just to kind of hide. You ever want to just hide? Uh, I have a bedroom. It helps. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I have five younger brothers and sisters, so I don't really have that. They want me to work in the fields. They don't want me to go to school anymore. I know, and I've tried talking to your parents. I've told them that you're really smart and that you have a a gift and a talent, and you should keep coming to school whenever you can, because I think... You could go travel and do really cool things. Really? You could go to university if you wanted to. You think I could travel? Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Said the wrong thing, but yep. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. That is so nice of you. It is the season of gifts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gifts for my GM. (laughs) And she's like, travel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I come from a town far away, and I went to school in another town, and then I came here. You could do that if you wanted to. Yeah, I guess, you know what, you're really right. Um, I just have to, like, yeah, I just have to convince my parents. Yeah, you're right. You've got it. Thank you You so much. You just got to talk to them about coming to school more so that I can teach you more things about what you need to know for university. Because, okay. you know, yeah. but first, I have a little something that might look really cute in your tree. And she pulls out, like, a little jar that she made that has, like, has, like, some really sparkly crystal dust in it. Mm-hmm. And, like, some a cute little, like, branch flower that's, like, almost perfectly preserved somehow. And a little bell on it. She's like, here, why don't you hang this up in your nook? Lovely. Okay, so uh, back to the present. Do you remember this conversation at all? Does it occur to you? I'm trying to think if Tiern would remember it. Emily remembers that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Emily Um, will remember this. I think Tiern remembers it. if pressed a little bit further, if someone was like, did anyone give her any ideas? Tiran might remember it, but off the top of her head, Tiran thinks that conversation was harmless Mm -hmm. and does not think much of it right now. 
can I can I ask a question uh, mm-hmm. in terms of like just to spur something here? Does Tyrion see the jar and the bell? Is that there or is it gone? Because that if that's there, it might spark your memory. Uh, or if it's missing, it might spark your memory as well. But once you're out there, yeah, yeah I think yeah, I think you need to be out there, and I think I might need to roll up. So. Oh, I'm sorry, I thought we were there. No, we were uh, there. You, you can be there. Congrats. Yeah, we're there. You're there. You did it. Um, <laughs> you made it. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? You can just see that the the jar is not there. I don't need you to roll for that. The jar's not there. Wow. It looks like we're having a regular party. Oh, hello. You made it. Yeah. Uh, we got Zeb to watch the kids. Um, oh, not really? my first choice. Zeb. Oof. It's educational. They, they, yeah. they will be safe. Yes, that they will be safe. safe. And that's what matters. Yeah. Uh, cut to the schoolhouse for five seconds. Now, giant spiders. <laughs> that's the thing you need to watch out for. Back to you guys. Uh, dogs. Um, but she starts looking over the nook, and yeah, she sees the jar is not there, and she's like, oh, the, the jar is missing. And she starts to kind of like jar look around to see if maybe it fell off. What jar? I gave her... a. She showed when she showed me the nook. I gave her a little jar to decorate. I I also put up some like protective wards and stuff so that she could be safe here. The, mar- the marshal takes a step back when you say that. Um, um I the so, jar is missing and and I don't see it. Like she doesn't see it on the ground or anything, right? No. Okay. No. Like, well, so I took her out here and we were talking, she was telling me about how she just wants to get away sometimes. And I told her that, you know, if she keeps coming to school, she could, you know, travel and go to university one day and see the cities around. uh, Oh. (laughs) That part. Is it possible to roll to look around for additional clues? (laughs) <laughs> sure, there sure is. Ro- discern realities uh, is plus wisdom. So plus I would wisdom. also like right, that so. as well. Can we all? Um, I one of you can roll discern realities, but uh, I, someone can aid them. I got an eleven. Okay. All right. So you get to ask three questions off the list. There's a list. All right. Yes, it's on the move sheet. It's under discern realities. Um, what happened here recently? What is about to happen? What should I be on the lookout for? What here is useful or valuable to me? Who or what is really in control here? What here is not what it appears to be? I'm going to start with what here is not what it appears to be. So um, Anouk has a little shelf of books here, just like kind of, you know, faded, worn ones that she doesn't mind sort of being out here in the elements. Um, but as you are pulling them out, one of them is um, one of them is a uh, actually turns out to be quite a nice book. You know, like it's it's sort of it's sort of disguised. Like she's taken great pains to disguise it as kind of a cruddy book, but when you pull it aside, like you can see that the pages are actually quite fine and and beautiful. Okay, so we have a new book. Um, what happened here recently? 
somebody has thrown a whole bunch of stuff. Somebody has has just gone through here very quickly. Um, it's not immediately obvious, but if you look, it's clear that like there's like stuff that's been scraped off of the little shelves in here. You know, like the dust has been disturbed. So somebody has been through here and just grabbed a bunch of stuff in a hurry. Okay, and what is about to happen? That's tricky. Um, I know, that's why I picked it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys mind if we hold that and I ask a pertinent question? Sure. Um, So has anyone seen Anuk's mother in town? I did earlier. uh, Magda. Yes, I saw her in town. She came to me. Well, who else might Nanook trust enough to leave with? She was on the horse with someone else. Oh. Apparently they left last night. Can I roll to recall if there's anyone that I would have, she would have told me about? Like, is her father in town or something? I'm going to... She wouldn't have trusted her parents. I'm going to call it I'm going to call that, this is like a weird way to use spout lore, but I'm going to call that spout lore. Roll plus intelligence. You know lore about the town. That makes sense. That's a nine. Okay. Um, Anuk was incredibly good friends with another girl from the town named... um, Dolores, but they had a huge falling out around the winter holidays, and you haven't seen them speaking to each other since. That's some lore. And is then, Dolores in the class? Dolores is someone who's a little bit older than Anuk, so it would not be particularly unusual for her to not be in class. She would probably be out in the fields. Um, I will also tell you that you all know Dolores does not really have parents she has an older uh uh like grandmother who uh is not particularly um able to keep up with her dolores is kind of a kind of a, a, a rapscallion kind of a uh a, a, a kind of a, a ne'er-do-well and it has a reputation for being kind of a prankster and a scamp and did you want me to pick a different question or no you can say what is about to happen okay I if you if you exactly. still want to know that or if you have a different one that you want to know no i still want to know that uh, i just wanted to check what I is about <laughs> what is about to happen is um what is about to happen is that uh you could kind of put all of this together to know that if someone left here on fireball it's you don't have a lot of time before they will get too far ahead of you to like ever catch up okay i'm gonna start frantically looking for tracks okay um that would be another discern reality so i'm gonna see if others want to do something sure um if you share any of that information with the others as well. Yeah, I'm just, we got to look fast. We got to move fast. Yeah. Do you think that, do you think that there's a, a problem? That there is a. Well, obviously there's a problem. We, the, the girl, horse, things happening real quick. Look possibly for. Two, possibly two children. When children, okay. stuff gets messy quick. 
two children. Who who else? Oh, did did you tell us about? I thought that was just I something. Her. I just thought, thought that was something that you knew. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's a thing that uh, uh, that Tyrion knows. Tyrion knows. Um, she hasn't but, heard yet. I don't. Sorry, I jumped the gun. No, you're good. Uh, Tyrion is like trying to think and like, well, she had. She wouldn't go with her parents. Her parents uh, and her siblings all drove her nuts. Um, but she she had one friend, Dolores, but they fought badly and stopped talking to each other. The um, Dolores from town. Yes, Dolores from town. Is it possible, though, that that was all just cover? I mean, you're talking about an 11 and, like, 14-year-olds? Like, I don't... That doesn't... That that kind of scheming seems a bit intense. Not if they wanted to see the world. If they thought that they were going places, if they thought that this was uh, not no longer a place that was going to be uh, hospitable. I mean, the the town has begun to be less sympathetic of Dolores as she's gotten older and not figured out what she's doing or changed her ways. The, chi- the child is wild. Yeah, uh, and and if she was filling the head of Anuk with ideas of going and stealing, I mean, I could easily see one or both of them, the, the, the two of them together, being able to break into the stable and take the prettiest horse. I mean, it is a very pretty horse. It is a very pretty horse, but it's not Anuk's favorite horse. But it's also known to be the fastest horse. And the youngest and the most valuable. Which and the horse's said, name is Fireball, so I I I definitely ride a, a Fireball to get farther than a Buttercup. We're near the mill, right? Yes. Okay. While we're all talking, I'm gonna also be kind of like looking around for Onwen. Uh, she's there. She's uh, she's inside at the mill, just uh, doing her thing. Oh, she's inside. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, like uh, Owen's, Owen's right there. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So, hey, well, do we have any sense of where they were going? I I told her she could go to university, but there's several of those. Um, I'll just say that Onwen is like standing in the window of the mill. She's not noticing you, but she's like I don't know, washing a dish or something. So you okay. can see her. You can have full view of her. Definitely going to start wandering that way while they're having their discussion. Think, Tyrion. Think. Is there any particular town or place that that Anuk was uh, insistent on, or uh, Carlo is was? Did well, Dolores have uh, f- family anywhere else that that they might have gone? Some place they might have thought would be the the their their goal. Dolores often stays with her grandmother. Um, the way they beat double back through the thicket, the way they didn't steal, the way they didn't steal uh, her favorite horse. I think Dolores is kind of the brains behind this. It wouldn't surprise me. Um, uh, Emily, I mean, the I- horse came. The horse came down the other road, and then, as an afterthought, rode through the thicket. That was definitely someone trying to lose a trail. Or someone who at the last minute remembered they needed their trinkets. 
they came here to the nook and they collected some things. Yes. Um, Emily, can you answer a question for me? Based on the map, it looked to me like there was kind of only one way into Stone Top, up like a windy mountain path. Is that accurate? There's only one way into Stone Top. Um, I mean, sort of just cutting through farms, I guess? There are lookout towers posted, but if you could skirt around them, you might be able to get on the, the road and go back up, back down. Um, I will say the ways out of Stone Top, as you would all know, you can cross the river into the woods. Um, you can go down the road out of town, and that's kind of it. Like, like there are other ways you could go, but if you assume that this is two teenage girls, like, probably those are the two things they would know about. So, um. If I were planning this, it seems like doubling back and circling down towards the road while everyone else was walking out to the field since this is the first day of uh, of planting would be a good way to avoid attention. I think we need to get out I, we need to get to the to the city walls quick or to the watchtower yeah um, I'll try to think like Tiran is trying to think of any like the closest university or the closest town they could go to but she's like yeah, yeah let's just go Think, think on the run come and I'm going to start running towards the, the watchtower. As we're running, uh, Tyrion is going to just, like, do, like, a... Elsa, come on! We gotta go! <laughs> uh, Alan is very, like, um... You know, she looks she looks very lovely today. She's doing a good job of, of washing the dish. And just, like... And she looks up at you and she smiles and she nods hello. Elsa. I give, like, this sort of lopsided smile... And then, you know, I'm going to ask, go up to ask her a question about stuff, but then the others finally go running by, and I just shake my head and, like, awkwardly run after them. Alwyn kind of makes a slightly disappointed face and watches you go. So, can, can I do, is this noticeable, or can I roll to notice this? Sure. About Ilsa? Uh, sure. Roll plus. Um, Is this uh, discern realities? Yeah, why not? Roll plus whiz. Okay. It's, uh, plus int for me. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm oblivious. That's a six. Um, Nothing is happening here. Right. The marshal mm-hmm. may not, may or may not know who she's looking at or what's going on in this moment, but he's not leaving um, Ilsa down there because. Uh, he has promised to keep her safe. Um, so are you you're all running off with um, Tyrion and Bronn? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, great. So you're headed toward the guards, guard tower, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, um, so should, do we all need to go to the guard tower? Where would you like to go instead? You can go wherever you want. I still want to look for tracks, especially if it's yeah, so early likewise. in the spring. Okay. Because, like, we need to find a trail, and if we go up that up, up all the way up to Stone, t- we're in the fields around Stone Top. We go all the way up to the top. We're kind of losing time. Okay. 
So you want to look for tracks. So on on a meta level, do the two of you want to look for tracks and see if they're, you know, maybe tried to cross the river into the woods while the two of us run and see if we can catch them at the watchtower? I mean, that makes sense. Uh, do you, uh, you want to do the main role, Mo, and I'll assist? Um, sure. I, I have a move, and I think I used it for this game. Is, I, is yeah. that how this works? Yeah, if you've used it, I think you can only use it once per session. Yeah. Right. So, um... Oh, really? I didn't realize that. Okay. Um, no, that's my understanding. I'll, I'll double check, but let's just play that way tonight, and we'll find yeah. out. <clears throat> so, uh, happy to make a roll. Um... You want to turn realities, and that's versus intelligence. That's plus whiz, whiz, whiz. This is not my thing. <laughs> um, but you can't. You can take a th- uh, because um, because uh, Ilsa's helping. You can take a third dice and then take the top two. So okay. that's good. I don't need to have an explanation of why that's happening. So it's still a six. <laughs> didn't 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 you have a plus one going forward on things related to this search? Wasn't that the result I of your think last roll? Uh, gain advantage on your next roll. Ah, okay. Um, I mean, I'll. I'll it, it's. It was wet enough last night. Like there was, you know, dew. There was a little bit of rain. Like, it, it, like if there were, there probably were tracks here. I'm not even going to say like you don't see tracks. You see where there were tracks. They're just illegible now because they've been right. wiped out by the the rain. Yeah. Uh, cool. I am not. So uh, let's head to uh, Bron and uh, Tyr. You're headed down to the guard tower. Um, yeah, you get down there and, um, the guy who's working there is just in a real huff. Um, I'm going to see if we have an NPC already built who should be doing this. I don't think we do. Um, no, you know what? You know what? Last night, last night was Alice's night on the watchtower. Um, that was when he had his shift and Alice is, um, Alice? Is uh, Tyrion's crush Alice or Alice? I don't remember offhand. Tyrion, uh, do you remember? Do you remember Blythe? Uh, Alice. Alice. Yeah. Okay. Great. So yeah, uh, Alice is standing there and just like <sighs> looking very annoyed. And then somebody like finds somebody like drops down a ladder, and. Um, He's about to put one. It's like a rope ladder. He's about to put one foot onto it when he sees you, and immediately steps off and like brushes his hands off on his clothes. And he's like, "Oh, Tyrion, it's you." Oh, is this the boy that I had a crush on? Because I do have a name for him. Yeah, his name is Alice. No, it's um, it is Alice. That's right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I wrote that right. I'm smart. Um. Tyrion suddenly gets a little awkward and is like, oh, uh, hi! Um, hello. Uh, can we come up, uh, can we come up there? <sighs> I mean, uh, you know what happened last night was, um, 
I I came in this morning and there was no ladder and I had to get somebody to climb up there and put a rope ladder down but like they had they had cut the ladder it's that uh, so that nobody could go up there you know who was on shift last night I you can probably just about guess no tell us please Ugh. Dolores you know that little girl who's always running around and making trouble. Why she's is on shift last night? Dolores on the watching. shift of the watchtower. She's of age. She's over thirteen. She can do watch shifts like anyone else. Listen. So no one was watching last night. Is what I'm saying because I she wasn't up there when we went up there. No one was watching. Has anyone night. been up in the in the in the tower so far today? Well, yeah. I mean, I just who's said, up there. Uh, I just sent Sven up there. He just he he shimmied up the pole, and then he dropped down the rope ladder. We're gonna have to put up a new. Uh, uh, I, you? I, 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 yell, I yell out to Sven. Uh, hello. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to yell into the mic, but <laughs> um, Sven, ha- look all around. Is there is there someone riding a horse? Two girls riding a horse. Dolores and Anuk. Fireball is Fireball. Well, in any just, direction. Do you, do you do you see them? I don't see anything. I just got up here. Well, look, please. This is this I'm, is urgent. Yeah. Um. And he Alice, kind. Of, go ahead. Oh, she's Alice. Did you see anything on your watch? I I haven't been up there yet. I was just going to go up. I felt so terribly, terribly, terribly bad. Your hair looks really good today. She kind of like just one of those like real freezes moments and like this is obvious to Braun, I would assume. Because he's not like she's not hiding this very well. She's like uh, uh, she kind of like starts petting it and is like uh, oh uh, thanks. I woke up early and decided I would you know do something nice with it. It's kind of well, like it really works. Thank you. Thanks. It's, Thanks. It's fantastic, and you look great as well, uh, Alice. Um, very, very professional. But I think, think we have so? some other. Do I think we have think some so? other things to I, worry about right now. What do you think of these glasses? I had them made special. Did they make me look more masculine? I think they make you look real smart. Thank you. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Um, no, the, uh, yeah, up in the, um, but yeah, up in the watchtower, Sven says, oh, uh, I think I, I think I see a horse. Where? What, 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 what direction? Where? Um, and he like, you can see him leaning out over the, you can see him leaning out over the, the edge of the watchtower and he's pointing back toward the woods but not where, like where somebody would normally cross the river it's like you know it's in that general direction but it looks like he's pointing further he's like yeah there's a horse tied up over there is that like where the the rapids are in the river mm-hmm. yeah it's um yeah it's uh it's far enough away that nobody would like think to look there but you can see it from the watchtower he's like yeah there's a horse tied up over there uh great um 
thank you, thank you. We 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 have to go. Uh, Tier, Tieran, come on. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, see you later. She kind of like waves at Alice, and it's just like, oh, um, I gotta. Do I gotta, you wanna? I've been thinking about learning how to play parsnips. If you want to try and play parsnips sometime. The two of you are lovely. I'll teach you. I'll get a bottle of wine, but we have to go right now. <laughs> Grabs. She's like, bye. Yes. Um, okay. So, um, Ilsa, you're still um, checking out the, uh, the tracks with Carlo? I was, yes. Okay, cool. Um, I will just say... I'll just say your path will take you by where Carlo and Ilsa were. Um, and the spot where um, Sven saw the um, uh, the horse tied up is is also within walking distance of town. It's going to be a little bit of a trek, but you can get there, you know, within within an hour or two. It's not bad. A couple miles. Now, um, I'm uh, assuming you come fill us in and we take off. Uh, back... So are all of the are all of the horses in use t- uh, today for plowing besides fireball? Um, yes, and most of them are not very fast. Okay. Um, yeah, fireball's the fast one. Like I, I'm sure. Um, uh, Elsa, who's the second fastest horse? Well, I have a horse squirreled away Ooh. named Smoke. Smoke. That was the one I rescued from the adventurer that tried to basically run it to death. Right. Smoke. All right. I'm going to say this because Smoke and Elsa have a pre-existing relationship. If you want to go and get Smoke, you can go and get Smoke. I'm going to go and get Smoke. Okay. <laughs> let's go and get Smoke. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're bringing, like, Smoke is normally going to go out and do plowing, but it is the first day of the season, so probably you can get smoke without too much trouble because everyone's very happy that you guys have. we've got it solved now where there's smoke there's fireball <laughs> um anuk is like it kind of wants to get buttercup and see if she can get buttercup no like it like so uh, a way the way part of this game works is there is like you can requisition stuff from the town and we'll talk a little bit about that probably at the start of next session okay. but like if you want to get like a like sort of a vital asset like buttercup um, you're gonna have to like persuade somebody that it's super vital smoke i'm sort of giving you an uh, a freebie because um smoke and Elsa are best friends um, <laughs> Well, yeah, this was just going to be, um, Tiern was going to see if she could get Buttercup because it might right. convince a nook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To not run away. So do but. we do we know about Smoke, or is this is something that Ilsa would have to, to go do? Uh, um, I assume, if, Ilsa, if you want to try to convince them to go get Smoke, you can, you can do so to all come with you or I think Ilsa's just going to run off just kind of have that like light bulb moment I think Mm -hmm. she's so thrilled to have this adventure adventure that she's just going to be like light bulb moment runs off in a different direction where 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 are you going we need to (laughs) we need to hurry I know (laughs) it's like running (laughs) fine 
and I, I keep I keep running, you know, but make, making the best pace I can towards where uh, Sven described the horse. Yeah, Karen, Karen, what do you do? Karen kind of sees Ilsa run away and is like, "Guess I'll just keep following." Uh, and she runs after um, Bron. <laughs> like I hope Ilsa knows what she's doing. It's kind of one of those moments. She's like, "I trust her. Go." Cool. Um, what? Tell me about where Smoke. Uh, because I think we set up that Smoke does not live in. The, does Smoke live in the stables, or we set up that he lives with your dad? I think we set up that he lives with my dad. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do a quick find here for horse. Um, yes. Okay. So yeah. So it's in the. Um, it is in the blacksmith shop. So. Um, yeah, your what's uh, uh, your father is there, sort of hammering away at a sword or something, and he looks up and sees you, and you're dressed to work in the blacksmith shop today. Can't talk. Uh, Can't talk. Need smoke. Oh, uh, you're here to have lunch. I have some cheese and bread. No, we need could- the horse. Need smoke. Need the horse. Got to go. Got to go. Kid missing. Horse missing. Very important. You can take some lunch with you, though. Only if it's ready right now. And he sort of... There's an affectionate smile. He's like, there's a loaf of bread. Just take it along and have your... I'm sure that you'll uh, have a a lovely time and take the horse. Yep, that's my plan. Okay, got the bread, got the horse. All right, bye. Love you. Bye. Love you, too. And... um, uh, do you, uh, uh, do you, is the horse saddled at all? Or are you no. just hopping on a horse? No, I'm just getting <laughs> on the horse. I am just, this is, this is my first chance to get to go do something outside of the bar. And give me, give me a straight 2d6 roll of how good you are at riding horses. Oh, Lord. Oh, dice don't fail me now. Cue up the William Tell overture. On this car. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no, I'm not very good at riding the horse. I got so, a five. With a uh, without a saddle and without stirrups and without reins and all of that, uh, just sort of riding it bareback, you can like sort of guide it at a walk. But if you get anywhere above a walk, it's going to be disastrous. So um, mm. you'll either need to find um, you'll you'll either need to take the time to saddle it up or you'll have to just, like, walk it all the way out. I am going to do the fastest saddling job I can. We're talking, like, the pits at the Indy 500. Like, how quickly can she do it? Uh, Let me see. I I was going to say roll me a... You know what? Roll me defy danger. Okay. (laughs) Which is um, is, uh, plus... uh, I would say plus intelligence to apply expertise or enact a clever plan. Okay. That is going to be an eight. Okay. Um, yeah. So you are able to get the saddle and um, uh, everything on very quickly. Um, but uh, the harder you ride, the longer you ride, the faster you ride, the more that like it might slip. You know, like you have sure. not done a great job. You've done a good job. But. I'm trying to go at like a decent like gallop, not like a full mm-hmm. breakneck speed. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. You can do that um, heading and heading out toward um, 
fireball. Uh, and I'm imagining that your brawn is running and running and <laughs> this horse like runs up right alongside. That's fine. I'm about to get smoked. I get it. <laughs> uh, Carlo, uh, where are you in all of this? Um, I will tell you what happened while you were, you were out. Um, there was a, uh, uh, um, Braun and uh, uh, Tiern had seen that um, there's a horse tied up out by the rapids, um, and Ilsa ran off to get a horse to uh, to get smoke the horse to go after the horse that's tied up. Um, and we're just sort of so you can kind of be wherever you want. We'll just say you followed whomever. So um, Ilsa went home mm-hmm. to get smoke, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I would be running behind Ilsa, uh, me and Durr. I had my um, animal companion show up, and uh, I assume uh, the kids and Zeb will show up at the right time later. Yeah, you can. Um, I, I will talk a little bit about that as we reach the end of the session. Um, but yep. yeah, you're, you're so you're with Ilsa. Um, Ilsa, do you uh, have? Uh, uh, Carlo hop on the horse with you or um, there's really only room for one in the saddle so he would kind of have to yeah I think his own way. Uh, I'm happy to run okay yeah yeah cool. that makes sense so, yeah Elsa you are getting out very far ahead of everybody else um, but yeah um, so you get out and you see fireball tied up by the edge of the rapids uh, make me a roll for discern realities Okay, and that's plus, that's plus wisdom, wisdom, right? Yeah. So, even with wisdom, that's still a six, because these dice hate me tonight. Um, I believe, I, I think uh, you should be marking um, XP when you're failing rolls. Um, oh, because, yeah, I've done that, that like twice now, yeah. so that would be good to know. Yeah, um, at least I remembered it now instead of three sessions from now. Um <laughs> Which is what always happens. The mark yeah. experience for failed rolls. Yes. Okay. Um, so you see, um, you see a horse. You know it's fireball, and that's kind of what you see. So, okay. Yeah. Um, who is the next person to get here? It's probably not Carlo because Carlo is a bit behind everyone else. But who who's the faster runner of Tiern and? Um, uh, actually, Braun. I, yeah, I was going to say probably Braun as well. Okay. I, this, th- this isn't the first time I've had to make a uh, hasty movement in one direction or another. Also, my constitution is a negative one, and my dexterity is zero. Okay, so yeah, Bron's probably a faster runner. Um, Bron, you show up here and you see Fireball. What do you want to do? Uh, so I see. So where where is uh, Smoke and Ilsa? There are, are you mounted? Did you? Uh, dismount or where where are you um i think i'm still on smoke and trying to discern where to go next okay um then i will uh as i as i run up i'll go did did you see them do do you know where they went i don't know i don't know uh help me look for the next direction to go uh I nod and I run over to uh, Fireball and see if A, I can pick up a trail or if there's a dropped, uh, you know, any anything that's behind. Also, see if there's any signs of a struggle here, like if this was a forced abduction or if uh, 
Uh, and then I sort of want to put myself in the mind of a dissatisfied child trying to get away from the town. Where would I think the best place to cross or, or the best plan would be here? Um, you know what? Uh, you don't have to look too hard to see that there is a ladder like one from the guard towers stretched across the rapids here. And like, it's a pretty, it's a pretty steep fall. If you fell off, you'd be dead, but you could maybe crawl across and go into the woods. Um, I, this is a really dumb idea. I think that uh, I really want to find these kids, and I know that I am uh, dexterous, and so I just want to run across the ladder to the other side. Okay. Defy danger plus dexterity. All right. I should probably thought of a clever way to do this and not a quick way, but... Uh, nine. Nine. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So you run across. You run across this this gorge on the ladder. You do a perfect job of it, and as you leap off the other end to the other side, the ladder falls into the river. I knew you were going to say that as soon as I. <laughs> Should have rolled a ten. Should have rolled a ten. Um, and the river runs all alongside Stone Top, so you could presumably like walk down and get to the crossing. But yes, you are now on the other side of a gorge from everybody else. Okay, How big um, is the gorge. Um, you know, it's you can't jump over it. Like it, it's wide enough for that. But like it was like narrow enough that a ladder from the town watchtower could cross it. So it's probably you know fifteen feet. Okay. A horse is not jumping it, I guess. That's what I was checking. I mean, you can try. <laughs> oh, man, that would be... Because that roll fails, man. It would probably be just the horse throws me off, I end up in the gorge. I'd be willing to try it, though, because of just the way my character is. I mean, if you want to try it, I'll let you try to jump the gorge on a horse. Um, How could I say no to that? It's, I'm going to have you do Defy Danger plus, um, gosh, Defy Danger plus Wiz to exert okay. your will over this horse. Otherwise, yeah, this horse is just going to not do the thing. I got an eight. Okay. Um <laughs> You make it over, but the horse tumbles out of the uh, lake. Yeah, the horse falls out. No, no. <laughs> halfway, halfway across the gorge, you're like, oh, this horse isn't going to make it. So you, no. Um, you Yoshi jump to the other side and let the horse fall. The, uh, Sorry, Smoke! Um, smoke is... Um, you just know. As you are, like, starting to gallop, you just know Smoke cannot make this jump. And, like, Smoke is clearly terrified of trying to make this jump. And so you just kind of pull up on the reins. Like, okay. It's not a magic horse. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I I tried, though. I had yeah, to give it that tried. effort. You had to give it a shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, Tiern, are you here yet? 
Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do. Because she's worried about um, a nook. Uh, I think I'm going to try using my sphere. Okay. You have it along with you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. He carries it on. It's like a. Honestly, it looks like it's kind of like a ring almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's like a bracelet. So, yeah. Yeah. You could have it on. Okay. Um, so she's going to look into it. And. I imagine this looks very strange to everybody else when she looks into it because it becomes kind of like a trance. Oh, I yeah, no, I've done it more like a. I pictured it more like a crystal ball, but it's whatever. It's a it's a bracelet, and she kind of looks into it, and for a moment, I feel like everything looks like it goes blank on her. Mm-hmm. Um, and you roll plus int, I believe. Yes. That is an eight. Okay. Um, so I get all one. right. On a seven, yeah, you get one answer. I also hold an acumen, which uh, I guess can help me not fail later. Cool. Also, I want to fail because it gets me. It gets me other powers from it. Um. What am I overlooking? You're overlooking those weird marks that are uh, sketched into the side and the mud. Also, you're overlooking the fact that, um, well, you wouldn't know this, but uh, gosh, there was a suspicious book back in the, the nook. There was a suspicious book back in the nook? <laughs> yeah. And we retcon and say I took it? No. Uh, I no, you didn't know about it. Ilsa saw it. Um, yeah, Ilsa saw it. Mm. But maybe Ilsa took it. I don't know. But yeah, there are weird marks in the side of the uh, right here on the edge where the ladder had been. Now that the ladder has fallen, you can see these marks. All right. Well, I want to look at those. Discern some realities, or no, spout lore. This will be spout lore. Spout lore. This is intelligence, right? Yep. Okay. Ho-ho. Oh, it's still only a nine. I rolled a six and I got excited, but I was like, oh wait, but I rolled a one. <laughs> so it's a nine. Um. <coughs> These marks are in a language associated with the Fae. Oh, good. Yeah. Let me pick my moves. Me. Let me look. I have I have knowledge in certain things, so let me. Damn, I should have picked the bay. I can later get there. We'll get there. Um, Carlo, you are the last person to arrive uh, with Durr. Uh, tell me a bit about uh, what you what you want to do when you get here. Um, the ladder is no longer there. Uh, Bron is standing on the other side of the gorge. Um, he doesn't even know there's a ladder there. He just sees Braun on the other yeah. side of the gorge. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tyrion in some sort of a weird trance. And and, and, 
yeah. and Ilsa well, cal- really calming down, jumping. calming smoke down from yeah. trying to make this impossible jump. Um, I say, uh, Ron, um, go see if you can find them. Uh, we'll figure out how to get on the other side. Um, then I take my pack from uh, Durr and I tell him, go get the boys. So All right. Back to town. So, so as I understand it, like downstream away is there's a, there's a place that fords or that there's an actual yes. bridge or something. You okay. will ha- like you will probably have to walk uh, probably about two, two and a half miles to get there. Right. I, I'm thinking cl- everyone else. Yeah. Like, it is to closer come to town. Now I want to say a thing about uh, uh, that. We're going to want to do before we go on an expedition, which is um, we will want to go back to town and basically gear up. Um, the game is very interested in your inventory. It used to be way more interested in your inventory. Every redesign has made it a little less important, but it is still important to the game. So, like, right now, the game assumes that you're out there with basically nothing. You know, like, you have the items that you naturally have on yourself. Carla would probably have a weapon of some sort, but the others would almost certainly not. So, um, yeah. So basically, if you go into the woods, it's a bad idea to not have anything with you. That said, you know, if these girls are in the woods without a horse, they, they're not going to get as far as if they were just like running off on a horse. Right. Um, I actually do have a uh, I do have uh, some knives on me. OK, cool. I wondered uh, about that. Yeah, I, d- I took uh, all on the wrist. Okay. So cool. even if I don't, uh, it doesn't count against my uh, inventory or penalty, but I always have a few knives uh, secreted yeah. around well, me. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That makes sense. So I um, think with that information, I would feel confident uh, trying to track them and enter into the area. I'm not defenseless. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Doing sort of the same because I grabbed my gear. Okay. Um, I have uh, a snack. A bow, couple arrows, a sword, and my um, sewing kit. I don't know right. how to say that word. All right, this is what I this is what I'm going to say. Um, you are going to the woods after these girls, um, and uh, you don't quite know where they are. Um, you could be in there for anywhere from uh, an afternoon to several days. Um, you don't have like camping right. provisions. Right. You don't have rations. I'm cool with y'all doing this, uh, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm just saying, <laughs> like you're gonna have. Um, there's a um, uh, there the, on the gear sheet, and we'll do this between sessions because it would be deadly boring to have it happen on camera. So I'm probably gonna leave you here. But on the gear sheet, if you want to go into the woods right now, I'm going to let you all take a light load, which is basically you get three items off the gear sheet, um, and those can be like, oh yeah, of course I have a tent. I carry one with me all the time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's in the fiction now. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Now you can always have to have a tent somewhere on you, or you know, we can be like Elsa, like for however, like her her uh, apron 
gives some sort of shelter or something. But yeah, um, so you can do that, or you can go back to town and provision more steadily. Um, you're already going to have to go closer to town to get to the fort outside of um, Ron. So, what I would propose, if we're sort of uh, meta table talk right now, is what I would propose is that I continue to search for them. Uh, since they probably aren't too far ahead at this point. And then everyone who's on the other side of the river head back to town and could maybe grab uh, some supplies from my shop as well so that, and then come across and meet up with me. I and, and my intention... Oh, go ahead. I have my intention with sending... Oh. But I wanted... I, just, I have a polyglot skill for the, the language on the floor. Sure, sure. Um, so I can describe, like, when you first encounter a living language and pray, and pray, and play, describe your proficiency with it, if any, and how you came to acquire it, and when you spout lore about any script text words or symbols that you encounter, you have advantage. So, I'm going to say... I also realize now I have my books and scrolls, which I can use to make any spell lore roll I made into a 10 plus. So, things to remember. Um, I'm going to say that during my studies, I have come across, like, it wasn't my focus or my specialty. I was much more interested in the Black Gates and, like, more esoteric things. But when you're studying magic and things, you kind of have to know the Fae, especially because they're kind of tricksy. So I think during my time at university, I acquired some books on the language and their runes so that I could protect myself from and others from Fae magics or make deals or do whatever I needed to do because the Fae are so much more prevalent than other types of magic. Cool. Sounds fine to me. All right. So you want to you wanna roll plus advanced, you get three, three d6 to roll on if you want to read these rooms. I do. Oh, okay. And so that's a, that's a nine, that's 11. So 13. Okay. All right. Well, you know everything about this. You know everything about this right away. You know it is basically the Faerun equivalent of a Ouija board that you bought at like a Target. Um, it's like you know, it's kind of crude. It's kind of simplistic. It doesn't seem like it should work, but these girls are clearly, or rather, you recognize it's a Nook's script. A Nook is clearly calling to the Fae to um, take her away. Um, presumably, Dolores with her. Um, she is. Uh, it is an implore. Is an imploring of the Fae to leave this realm and move to theirs, which is, needless to say, highly dangerous. But again, this is kind of like, it's kind of like a department store Ouija board. Like you were just like you were meddling with forces beyond your control, extremely poorly. So, so what you're saying is it's basically fake. <laughs> but like. If the right, like if the right uh, spirit happened to notice it, they are wandering into the dark of the woods. You know, it could happen. It could happen. Poorly done, but still risky. What's that? I said poorly done, but still risky. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that is what's up. So, um, Bron, do you, you said you that was sort of? Do you shout your plan to everyone else? 
Uh, yeah. So I'll I'll, I'll tell everyone. Um, get, uh, grab grab supplies. Come across the ford. I'll I'll uh, blaze a trail, and I'll produce a knife so that I can like mark mark trees <laughs> so it's clear which way I've gone. Um, Tyrion, do you have any warnings about that? That given what you don't know, you don't uh, have to. I mean, she's gonna just shout to Bronn and, and be like, "There's they." <laughs> They're trying to summon the Fae to take them to the Fae realm. So there's a chance. It's it's very badly done, but there is a chance that the Fae are at work here and any markings you leave will be tampered with and we won't be able to find you. Oh, me and the Fae go back a long time. Remind me to tell you about the time I was in the labyrinth and met a very fine uh, couple of the Fair Folk and spent a very pleasant evening. Don't 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 worry about me. Mm. Ilsa is charging on smoke towards the ford and is not going to go to town. Okay. I've got a loaf of bread, I've got my gear, like I've I been called I to adventure finally. <laughs> finally I've been called to adventure. I'm gonna go Elsa. follow that. So um question. Uh, does my follow having followers allow me to supply us? Sure. I think you know what I think that makes a lot of sense, especially yeah. for yes, especially for this. So yes, if you send, I will say this: if you send Durr to because apparently Durr can communicate with people. If you send him back to town with instructions of what everybody needs at the start of the next session, everybody will have it, but it will be like night will be near falling and um, Bron will be off. So like, I'll just say that you'll have what you'll need and we'll look at the gear sheet to figure that out. But it will be like, you know, 4 PM it is spring. So the days are getting longer, but so I will ask Taryn if she wants to hop on um, fireball with me Mm -hmm. so we can keep up with smoke. Okay. And make better time. Yes, um, but I need to do some. I need to do some rituals because I am very worried. I might be able to spell what they've done, so that no fay are there. Because if if you do rituals on the other side, you can catch up with us. If you do rituals on this side, you're going to be about an hour behind. That's fair. Okay. Um, she's just kind of like. I, she's like, all right. Um, I've never been on a horse before. I usually take wagons. I'll, I'll take you. <laughs> all right, you're getting um, on the horse. Yep. So he'll put you in front, and you see as he reaches out to you, he's visibly shaking. The marshal isn't one to be spooked, spooked easily. All right. Uh, are you okay? Uh, yeah, we have to go find these children. Well, yes, of course we do. So, uh, alley-oop. <laughs> and, uh, no. he, he grabs you by the hand and he trots off behind smoke. Uh, Bron, you're heading into the woods? I am. And so okay. I will, uh, as I said, as I mentioned, I will, uh, use, use a knife to, uh, blaze, uh, a trail. So uh, it's clear right. which way I go. As my final uh, action of the night before we pause, um, let's have you roll 
Defy danger plus intelligence. Okay. Uh, that's an eight. Okay. Um, okay. You successfully carve a symbol in the tree that no one else will see. Just you. Okay. So you can find your way out. But I, I realize, like, l- later what will happen is I'll realize I didn't, I didn't tell them what my sigil is and what, I, what I'll use so that they just didn't recognize anything. Oh, yeah. Like, the, like something just maybe put some other symbols on there. Very strange. Right. All right. Um, that is session one of Stone Top. Uh, everybody's behaving irresponsibly, which is great. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for playing. Uh, <laughs> um, Quick, my quick, y'all. Yes. Quick question, because um, yes. I was looking at at experience on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looked like we all have certain motivations, and we get to mark experience at the end of a session if we. Yes, follow that motivation. that's true. Thank you for that. Um, or that yeah, drive, so, rather. Yeah, please, um, please tell me about your drives, and if you feel that you met them, and you can um, grab experience from that. Nick, why don't you start? Great. Um, for all his. Uh, Bluster, and a lot of these sort of... I I feel like I sort of hit multiple drives in here. But the Mm -hmm. one that I think is most motivating for Braun is actually conscience. uh, To forgo comfort or advantage to do the right thing. And I would feel that I have done so uh, in this this situation. I buy that. Um, How about you, Tyrion? Mine is curiosity. So... um cause trouble by touching, opening, or tinkering with something. Uh, if you... I I mean, I caused trouble by inspiring a little girl to leave town. <laughs> um, I'll allow it. It's session one. I'll allow it. Sure. Do it. Cool. Uh, Ilsa. Yeah, they're uh, experience. We're looking at the Driven... Mm-hmm. Mark? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that, because you're supposed to have marked one to begin with, right? Yeah. I don't think that this one worked for the session. Your idol sacrificed, them, sacrificed themselves to save many. Okay. Yeah. That probably doesn't yeah. quite apply, but we'll, we'll figure out. We'll f- I know that I know that you're aiming towards that. I'll figure out a way to work it in. Carla. Mine is honor to keep a promise made to an NPC. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, you you did promise to <laughs> track down the horse, which you have done. So you can guess. XP is great. Cool. Uh, thank you for reminding me of that, Nick. I always forget about that part. Um, okay. Well, uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. We're going to take a second to say... Uh, you know, what uh, what everybody's up to. Why don't we start with you, Nick? Oh, um, well, you can catch me uh, here on this show on Alternate Mondays. Uh, besides that, I have nothing else going on. My other show just ended uh, on uh, Games We Never Play. So if you have a hankering for a Harley Quinn-esque low-level uh, 
thug gang trying to carve out a chunk of Gotham. You can go watch that. Uh, it should all be up by the time this airs. Uh, beyond that, you can catch me online on Twitter at SunGrowler, and I will be happy to uh, talk to you. Blythe, tell us what you're up to. Hi, uh, I have been Blythe Kala. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube at BlytheKala93. Uh, you can also find me on Saturdays GMing Star Wars Silence in the Force, which is a hack of demigods, which is also powered by the apocalypse. Uh, that is every Saturday at 10 a.m. on bleh, on twitch.tv slash it's probably okay. Uh, you can also catch the VODs on Probably Okay Games on YouTube. And yeah, I think that's most of what I'm doing right now. Um, I've also interviewed on a couple podcasts recently. Uh, You can go to my Twitter and find those. I did one about being a woman in the industry and one just talking about storytelling and why I love storytelling and why I got into entertainment. So, yeah, those are both pretty cool. Mac, what are you up to? Hey, guys. I have been and will continue to be Mac Beauvais. (laughs) You can find me everywhere as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebooks, the Ouija board, what have you. And you can also find me over at 12-Sided Stories. It hasn't launched yet, but I'm actually uh, GMing the second season of Unquiet Blood, a game of Vampire 5E. But you can get caught up on the past episodes there. It's a highly produced podcast with music and sound effects. So definitely check out 12-Sided Stories, and you'll see me here again uh, every other Monday. Paul. Where, where can we find you? And my name is Mo. You, I'm designer of Shibuyan Nights with a K. Uh, you can find me at ashyfeet.com. My Twitter is ashyfeet1. Not so much on Facebook. Laying low for the holidays. Shibuyan Nights. Very fun game. I have enjoyed it the handful of times I've played it. Um, you can find me, Emily Vanderwerf, on Twitter at uh, EmilyVDW, where I share all of my fun writing and things. Uh, I am here every other Monday on Happy Jack's uh, Running Stone Top, so I'll be back on January 4th. And if you are so inclined, my uh, audio fiction podcast, Arden, is wrapping up its second season next week. Uh, it is a, a huge, hugely acclaimed smash hit among about six people Uh, but uh, please check it out I'm really proud of it and I think it's really good and now I actually have the document that I get to read when we end the show so that is the end of tonight's session we hope you enjoyed it join us January 4th for our second session of Stone Top as we find out what happens when everyone ill-advisedly charges into the woods if you want to catch up on past episodes visit happyjacks.org slash stone top and if you want to find all the other actual plays on the Happy Jacks Network visit happyjacks.org slash shows a lot of great shows there to check out that's all for tonight we'll be back again on january 4th i look forward to seeing you and until then stone top that's my closer <laughs> stone top. We'll, we'll have to work on, on something for that stone top uh just just let everyone know things are a little bit in flux so i don't have a regular calendar i'm just going to go to the logo for a few minutes so feel free to bid us all good night and we'll see you in two weeks Yay, good night. Bye.